This program is brought to you by the Genesis Communications Network, a world leader in talk radio since 1998. Visit GCNlive.com today. The gold standard of paranormal radio. And now, here's Gene Steinberg. So, of course, last week, Chris O'Brien was off of the doctors being checked out for his pulmonary issues. And I know our listeners have been concerned about your health, Chris. Is there an update for us? Well, it's just chilling three steps forward, uh, two steps back. I just can't be around secondhand smoke and uh, you know we had some controlled burns here in the part of central Arizona and it's up on the rim kind of uh, east of Flagstaff when the sun comes up in the morning there's a down slope wind so all that smoke blows down here so that may have been a contributing factor but um, I'm, I'm feeling much better now so it's looking good good to hear good to hear now here's something we brought up last week when Gogs Mackay was our guest co-host on After the Paracast, and I want to bring it up on the Paracast. It bothered me, and it's based on a post on Facebook, which we had from Erica Lukes, and she referred me to it to look at it. Apparently, there's a policy now at MUFON where unless you are a paid member, you can't see their database anymore. Have you heard anything about this? Hmm. No, I haven't. Uh, That's an interesting development. Yeah, it's it's a very annoying development. Because I think one of the big things we've talked about here in the Paracast is the need for UFO organizations to share information. If you make it proprietary, how are you expanding investigation into the subject? You know, if you make it your own product to sell to your own people, then you're just repeating the errors of the past. And of course, we never solve anything. Now, to be fair, because I don't want to just criticize MUFON, and maybe I don't have all the details right. I wrote a message to Jan Harzan, the head of MUFON, and I asked him what's going on. And hopefully he'll give us an answer and we'll get a better sense of what's happening. Because, as I said, I'm pretty concerned about this. Imagine, for example, if Peter Davenport at the National UFO Reporting Center, instead of opening up everything, said, now we're going to take memberships. Send me $50 a year and I'll let you see the database. Now, I understand if you're doing something like we do here on the Paracast, where we have a free show that everybody can download anywhere in the world. And then we have a premium version without the ads, and we have the after the Paracast, and we charge a little bit for it. I think that's one thing. I think maybe giving more tools to members is fine because you want to build a membership. But the basic core information is not for 5,000 people. It's for the entire globe. My database has been available uh, free of charge to the public for ever since I started compiling it. I mean, it's one thing where you write it up and you submit an article and you say, okay, I'm going to get paid for this. I deserve to be paid for my labor. But the basic fruits of your research in a field like this, it's got to be open. I mean, yes, I understand, for example, if you investigate a sighting and you interview a witness and the witness says, I don't want my name publicized. 
And it's fair to say, okay, that name will be redacted. It will be on the database only for me or my own staff, but nobody else sees it. Privacy concerns are one thing, but just hiding the information. But then what does that make MUFON a commercial business? Mm, Yeah, that's that's an interesting uh, uh, angle there. Uh, They are a 501c3, so I'm not sure if they can even really do that. I mean, there are certain limits when you have that certification. What that means, you're a nonprofit corporation. And what that means is that you have certain regulations and you can certainly sell things as a charitable organization to further your work. But there are limits where you go beyond those limits. You can no longer accept contributions from people who could write off their tax returns. And I don't pretend to know all the ins and outs of tax laws. But I worry about something like this. Again, maybe we're misunderstanding the entire thing. And I wait for a statement from Jan. Whatever he has to say, we'll quote him, whatever he says, what his position is. And if it's not what we want it to be, well, we're going to criticize him. This is just a messy field, just a messy, messy field. Is anything lately going on in the field of promise? I heard of a book from two people living in upstate New York where they're doing a lot of database and classifications of recent sightings. Have you heard much about it? You know, I have. It's it's actually generated several uh, mainstream newspaper articles, including the New York Times. Um, it's uh, Evidently, it's a compilation database collating together the MUFON um, database and uh, Peter Davenport's uh, National UFO Reporting Service database. Which is what, of and, course, we've called for. Yeah. Uh, well, I, it's, it's a good idea to put, put the two together. There is no it's, – it's a very cut-and-dried listing of date-time – um, location type thing. There's no, there's no real narrative that goes with uh, each of the reports. Um, it's 300, almost 400 pages long, and has a lot of um, graphs and statistical analysis and stuff. It, it sounds like something uh, that could be a fairly interesting research tool. But again, garbage in, garbage out. Uh, we don't know how well vetted. Um, some of the cases are uh, one would assume that MUFON and and and, uh, and Dav- Davenport are fairly discerning, but uh, again, it, it doesn't take very many data points to to skew uh, numbers. Another thing that's obviously it needs to be pointed out is is we're only looking at ten uh, percent of what actually probably happened because um, you know I think it's a, a fair a fair number to throw around about 10 percent possibly of ufo sighting events actually get reported to those two organizations uh, uh the number may may even be less as far as i i can tell based on my experience um so you know it is an indication it's it's kind of looking at the tip of the iceberg and trying to ascertain the full extent of the uh of the iceberg underneath the water the other 90 percent so you know, I think it could be possibly a, an effective research tool, especially uh, looking at trends, 
um, looking at possibly uh, patterns of, of, of waves, evident flowing of activity, that sort of thing. I, I, I do plan on, on getting a copy at some point. Um, I'm kind of waiting for more reviews to come in and, and more um, a little bit more time to go by for people to, to, to really look at it and, and ascertain how how uh, possibly effective uh, it can be as a research tool. So uh, I think it's a good idea. I'm glad somebody did it. Uh, so, um, you know, good luck, uh, Cheryl Costa. And uh, it, it did generate some, some positive, uh, like I said, mainstream press. So that's a good thing. Now, whether or not we have them on the show depends also on whether it's going to be a value or just for something where if you're a database wonk, or a statistics wonk, you might be interested. But does all that classification really get us anywhere in solving the mystery? It's obviously skewed towards the limits of whatever they compile. And the argument that we've made here in the Paracast is, does it reflect all elements of a sighting, especially the witness? Because these databases are not considering the witness. I had a discussion with Bob Spearing, our guest last week, And I had a couple of exchanges on Facebook where I gave him some ideas because he's studying orange orbs and he's into statistics and he's done a lot of work on it. But the thing is here, I asked him, hey, man, are you considering the witness, especially if you tell me that witnesses have telepathic powers and may bring forth orange orbs or direct them? So we'll see what he has to say. Speaking about what people have to say, our guest today Return visit from my good friend, Alan Greenfield. And lately, we've been talking about the multiverse. And Alan and I were talking about that over five decades ago. Also, Alan is into magic. And our recent episode on Lovecraftian magic, maybe he has some answers to give there, too. With Gene and Chris, you're in The Paracast. We also have swag. You know, we have all these exclusive Paracast things that you can buy. We've got like, I guess, 60 or so different items. And entails t-shirts, sleeves for notebook computers, iPad cases, mouse pads, the Paracast jumbo tote bag, all sorts of t-shirts and jackets and stuff like that for men and women. We have a Paracast aluminum water bottle. All this stuff, you go to store.theparacast.com, store.theparacast.com. What makes it special is that the items are the best quality, you know, great T-shirts, fabrics, and they have our official logo on them. That's what makes them special in multiple sizes and colors. We even have stuff for children, stuff for women, stuff for men. We have all sorts of sizes, like small up to X large. A lot of good stuff. That's the swag from the Paracast. You go to store.theparacast.com, stop by, and take a shopping tour. Are you happy washing your hands with harsh chemicals? Are you happy doing laundry with detergents? Are you happy paying high prices? Find your happiness with Pure Soap. These all-natural, earth-friendly Pure Soaps are the very best you've ever used. Buy in bulk. Get a 12, 36, or 48-month supply. Or get items individually and still save big. You're getting soap products twice as good as what you're using now. Earth-friendly and natural soaps. Your family deserves the best. 
Happiness is 5starsoap.com. Why not put your money up the drain for a change? See them at 5starsoap.com or call 1-800-340-7091 for a catalog. Cal Bend Soap Company can save you thousands of dollars and give you good old-fashioned real soaps that are triple concentrated. Soaps made from vegetable and coconut oils. See their full selection of soaps at 5starsoap.com. That's F-I-V-E starsoap.com. Or call 1-800-340-7091 for a catalog. Hunters, anglers, campers, and survivalists. Get back to nature. Expand your horizons with the highest quality, most versatile, unique slingshots and slingbows on the market at slingbow.com. Slingbow products are compact and models start from just $17.98. They're perfect for your bug out bag or storing in your vehicle. Give yourself and your loved ones the excitement and tradition of slingbow. A new frontier in archery and truly modern twist on this primitive survival tool. Feel the thrill only at slingbow.com. Hi, Peter Vaccaro for ParanormalDate.com. Are you looking for love in all the wrong places? Now you have a chance to change that by signing up for free at ParanormalDate.com. This incredible dating site puts people of like minds together. People who are interested in the strange, the unusual, mysteries, ghosts, UFOs, and the afterlife, and so much more. ParanormalDate.com was developed for you, people seeking a viable alternative to the other dating services. You can join for free by going to ParanormalDate.com, and if you decide you like it and want to connect with people, use the code GEORGE for a substantial discount. Mark Rawlings, president of ParanormalDate.com, says so many people hunger to share their experiences about the paranormal, the unexplainable, or the afterlife, and so much more, and this is the source for them to meet and share that common interest. So sign up for free at ParanormalDate.com, ParanormalDate.com and use the code GEORGE if you decide to connect with someone you like. You've heard the phrase, you are what you eat? Not true. Actually, you are what you can absorb. So if the vitamins and supplements you now take are not being absorbed, what good are they? Introducing Protovite, proprietary liquid system that allows premium quality nutrients to positively affect the blood in an astonishing five minutes. Watch our amazing two-minute live blood cell video at TrueHealthFacts.com. That's TrueHealthFacts.com. Then call 502-410-3411. Protovite is nutrition you can feel. Protovite is nutrition that gets in. We'd like to hear from you. If you have a comment or question about the Paracast, send it to news at theparacast.com. That's news at theparacast.com. And don't forget to visit our famous Paracast community forums at forum.theparacast.com. So our guest this week is my old friend Alan Greenfield, whom I've known probably for 55 years. That's correct. That's right. 55 years, my God. It seems like yesterday. Yes, it does. And that's the interesting thing about the way time works. You know, I I keep telling younger people it goes real fast, but it does. It does indeed. Having an eventful life. Boy, I was trying to explain to people when I was uh, on my recent trip to Israel that it had been 53 years since I had been there. And saying that in Hebrew, they would ask me to repeat it, thinking my Hebrew was bad, because it wasn't. But the fact is, they thought I meant, you know, five years, or, I mean, uh, that seems like yesterday, too. And it seems like, you know, I can remember the first letter you ever sent me. It was a doozy. (laughs) And I can remember the first time we met, which was 
at one of those uh, my New Year's Eve things, I think. Uh, yeah, it's um, that's a long time ago. Fortunately, we've both stayed very young and are only in our mid forties due to the uh, integraton, ton, 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 ton. Oops, there we go again. Yes, we haven't mentioned that machine in a long time. It seems like only yesterday. Day, day, day. <laughs> All right. Well, the reason we're repeating ourselves, we ran into a really, really weird problem with our Skype connection where Chris was saying the word in it over and over again in a loop. And he couldn't hear it. You know, we sounded normal. And finally, everybody restarted and it worked again. And we think here that maybe some magical power has taken over Skype and possessed it. No, that didn't happen. Oh, well. I'll give you a, a, a serious comment. That happens when I'm on a program more often than it should just by chance. I mean, there's whether it's a radio program or podcast or a combination thereof, I have a disproportionate number of uh, FUBAR uh, experiences of that sort. I used to joke about it and say it's the men in black, but some people can't wear watches, and that is a real phenomenon that probably has some kind of electrical origin. But uh, I don't have that, that problem in any other area, but when I'm, when I'm doing broadcasts or podcasts or internet casts or cast a giant shadow or whatever, it happens fairly often in one way or another. And it's always something real weird, although I've never gotten in it before. That's a tribe of people in Alaska who believe in reincarnation. The in it, in a wit, but uh, yeah, well, I was going to say. <laughs> I'm going to apply the secret cipher, the euphonauts, to that after, <laughs> after the program and see if in it means anything. I can spell it several ways, but I will try I-N-I-T. You forgot the U. That would be, well, that would not be not the way he was pronouncing it, though. We're going to go with Inuit, not Inuit. If he was saying Inuit, I would say, are you in Alaska? But I guess he's not. So You mean you have to be in it to win it? You, you damn right you do. And I'm in it for the long count. Well, before we count too long here, let's just remind you that if you want to hear after the Paracast, you have to be in it to get it, which is a different way because you have to subscribe to it. And after the Paracast is the premium podcast we provide with the Paracast Plus, where we give you that show, which can be loads of things. It could be color commentary, after show chatters, special exclusive interviews. We do that too. And it comes with a commercial free version of this show and other benefits starting at $1.49 a week for a subscription. Go to plus.theparacast.com. That's P-L-U-S.theparacast.com. And by the way, we're offering free books, printed and eBooks for five year or longer subscriptions. And we'll be around. Look at me and Alan. We've been here for so many years. Some people can't count that high, and they work in Washington, but we can't talk about politics. <laughs> okay, we won't talk about politics, <laughs> but we can think about it, can't we? <laughs> I guess we can. You know, going back to the early days, you and I, and we've had some recent discussions here on the PowerCast with Paul Eno and other people 
about the source of paranormal events being the multiverse and alternate realities and things like that. And I thought, where did I start talking about that? It's nothing new. They've been talking about this for a long time. I know that you and I, Alan, were having one of these all-night talk sessions in New York City where people are out there at New Year's Eve and they're having fun and they're drinking and driving and doing all sorts of weird stuff. And I didn't drink. And then, of course, we were too young to drink. So instead, we talked about logic and reason. Do you remember, Alan? Oh, yes, I remember. I also remember that you don't have to drink if you've been up for 48 to 72 hours. You're in an altered state of consciousness of some sort. So, uh, And, you know, there were, were other people there, too. Uh, uh, Dave Halpern was occasionally present, and uh, Yona Ibn Arona was uh, occasionally present, and uh, Jim Mosley was present often, but, of course, he... He did drink. <laughs> well, the particular uh, session I'm talking about, it was you and I. Okay, th- that was the long 72-hour session that finally got interrupted by your father coming to make sure you were tied up and being beaten. I-, I think that he was polite about it, but he was clearly concerned about you. Yeah, I remember that uh, distinctly. And it was right around that time that I started to bring out uh, something that I did for two or three years called Alternate Horizons Newsletter, which uh, was devoted to that notion. What I didn't have at that time was the physics involved. In fact, physicists didn't have that level of development. Uh, the, the notion of uh, multiple universes was not a top-tier discussion in orthodox physics then. It is now. I have on one or the other of my blogs uh, discussed that in relation to paranormal phenomena, UFOs, uh, cryptids, everything including uh, apparitions of the dead and apparitions of the living and so forth. I've discussed it in terms of that. And the interesting thing is when I'm talking about the much badly translated Nephilim or something of that sort, I get a huge response. It's as predictable as clockwork. When I talk about the underlying theory, it's the problem I've had in the occult universe. When I talk about underlying theory that can give us a handle on the mechanism by which these inexplicable events are at least in some sense explicable, I get Virtually no response at all. I don't know whether it's the interest area or the air, uh, level of expertise of, of my readers or whatever, but I have a lot, a lot of readers, as you know. Alan Greenfield, The Multiverse, Alternate Realities, and more, maybe some magic later on, with Gene and Chris, you're in The Paracast. <laughs> Thank you for listening to GCN. Visit GCNlive.com today. Hi, this is Ted Anderson. I'm here to tell you about GCNTelecare.com, a team of board-certified doctors assisting you 24 hours a day, 7 days a week, 
365 days a year. Within 15 minutes of registration, care your family can afford. Revolutionizing the healthcare industry, virtual consulting, providing diagnosis of non-emergency medical issues by phone or secure video on computer or smart mobile devices. GCNTelecare.com. Virtual care anywhere. Are you looking to become more self-sufficient? Then you need to have your own energy source. The Solark EMP hardened generator is automatic, maintenance-free, and reduces your monthly electric bill. You can also take it off-grid when you go camping. Contact PortableSolarLLC.com or call for details at 972-575-8875 today. Portable Solar LLC gives you everything you need to start using solar energy in less than one hour. Solark EMP hardened solar generator energy insurance. For your family or business, call Portable Solar LLC today. Have you checked your Google search results lately? Search results are usually the first impression that people form of you or your business. So make sure that they create a positive impression with ReputationDefender.com. What the Internet says about you can have a big impact on your life and your livelihood, even if it's not true. Fortunately, you can now control how you look online and in online search results with ReputationDefender.com. Call 800-831-0771 now. That's 800-831-0771 for your free reputation. Analysis. If you have negative material from an ex-employee, upset patient, or former client, newspaper article, legal issue, social media, or other source showing up in your search results, you can combat it with ReputationDefender.com. Our dedicated experts in patented technology can help make your online search results look their best. Call 800-831-0771 to learn more. 800-831-0771. That's 800-831-0771. Or visit ReputationDefender.com. Warning, if you're drowning in debt you can't afford, do not let the credit card companies trick you into thinking that you have to pay it all back, because you don't. What the credit card companies don't want you to know is that there's actually a way to get debt-free without paying off your entire debt or going bankrupt. If you have $5,000 or more in credit card debt, you now have the right to settle that debt for a fraction of what you owe. For free information, call Credit Associates now. 1-800-958-9659. We'll even show you how much money you could save. If you can't afford to pay off all your debt, do not let the credit card companies trick you into thinking that you have to. Call Credit Associates now for free information on how to get debt-free faster than you ever thought possible without debt consolidation or bankruptcy. We depend on your success and offer a guarantee so there's no risk. For free information, call now. 1-800-958-9659. That's 1-800-958-9659. 1-800-958-9659. Have you racked up more than $10,000 in credit card debt? Are you barely getting by, making minimum payments? You should know. The credit card companies are tricking you into thinking there's no way out. Credit card companies would rather you didn't know that there are ways you can become debt-free and you don't have to pay the entire amount you owe. There are debt relief programs that help people like you escape overwhelming credit card debt. National Debt Relief has helped tens of thousands of people just like you reduce more than $500 million of debt. National Debt Relief has helped so many people, they're A-plus rated by the Better Business Bureau. You don't have to declare bankruptcy or take out a consolidation loan. You have the right to settle your debt for a mere fraction of what you owe. Reduce a large portion of your debt now. Call National Debt Relief at 800-314-7417. 800-314-7417. That's 800-314-7417. 
Hi, it's Grant Cameron from PresidentialUFO.com. You're listening to the Paracast, the gold standard of paranormal radio. I thought, of course, Chris was going to say, you're in it, you're in it, you're in it, the Paracast. But... <laughs> you know, somebody... You're in on... it now, you're in it now, you're in it now. You know, somebody on YouTube was commenting on one of our shows and they said that we should not have hoodwinked Nick Redfern into saying the Paracast at the end of a segment. And I thought, I've known Nick Redfern for like 10, 12 years now. And we're friends, not super close friends, but we're friends. And if I ask him to do something, if he doesn't want to do it, he'll tell me. And he's happy to do it. And Alan's going to do it too. So there, thumbing my nose. And we don't do it 900 times each episode. It's like 11, you know. There's a slight numerical difference. But I guess on YouTube, there's a different reality. You're in the Paracast. You're fired. That seems to (laughs) work real well for some people. Let's get back to the multiverse. So the point here is you can talk about the practical effect, but if you get into the theory, too much into the weeds, this is where you lose people? Yeah. I don't get that deeply into it. I mean, you know, for one thing, Facebook won't, print out a lot of the the, the math that's involved. So it, I, it, it's all just, you know, common English. Uh, I mean, some of it is outre to a, a, a total duffer, but it, it shouldn't be uh, something that is beyond the comprehension of any reasonably intelligent person, even if not previously exposed to it. But they don't want to hear theory. In fact, in the magical universe, I tried to interest a, the grandmaster of one of the great magical orders of antiquity. I get tired of those terms because <laughs> they all claim to be great magical orders of antiquity. <laughs> that antiquity can be shorter than our uh, personal relationship, actually, at this point. But be that as it may, uh, I, I try to say, well, you ought to be... <sighs> In, in some broad sense, scientific about this, you should want to know why, you know, first of all, do these effects that are claimed actually take place? That's important, uh, extremely important. And secondly, if they do, why do they take place? I find in paranormal research, they're very interested in that. In fact, that's a, a fairly common topic these days among paranormal researchers, many of whom are physicists. In fact, uh, there's a great book, I think the name of it is How the Hippies Save Physics. And they're not <laughs> young people anymore, but back in the day when physics was sort of in a rut, they proposed some of these uh, theoretical areas that uh, – really, really seemed outlandish at the time and are now more or less accepted as one of the variables that you have. They're interested. Paranormal research really is research. The occult is more like a belief system, a practice and a belief system. Um, And the same would hold true for uh, ufology and cryptid research and that sort of thing. There's uh, an effort to find out if do yetis exist, but if you have this long thing where you have lots and lots of credible sightings, 
but you have zero credible photos. I don't mean they're hoaxed. I mean they're they're debatable, and you have zero explanation for what the what this is. You can't call it theorizing, but we can say expostulating. Is that the right word on the subject? Uh, but no effort to find out what this could possibly be. And that's a point of major frustration. It's also a major crusade with me. I try to get people to look into the theoretical, the possible theoretical underpinnings, which may explain all these things as different aspects of one things. Today, I was doing one of the easiest to laugh at unless you're in that particular uh, New Age universe of uh, uh, fairies. Uh, I've been doing uh, fairy lore for the last few days. I don't do it in a namby-pamby way. I go back to W.Y. Evans Wentz and the folklorists of the 19th century who collected a lot of this lore from all over the world. That's something that you can just either leave as wonder stories or you can ask yourself, what are its similarities to, for example, UFO abductions uh, and specific UFO abductions? And also, what is the underlying, if any, box that all of this is in? And I don't go there anymore. I've sort of uh, – I may do something today. This, this, the, 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 the program may inspire me uh, just the name Paracast is, uh, you know, it uh, sort of reflects that uh, thing that I got out off and on for a while called the para-ufologist because I, I thought ufology is too narrow a, uh, too narrow a window for describing what's actually going on and what's related and what isn't. And uh, uh, fairy lore is... Uh, in the gosh wow category but the why and is this something that happens well there's plenty of 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 sightings and experiences it's comparable to to ufos and some people have even said it's really uh ufo humanoid lore uh transposed to an earlier era which of course doesn't explain why people still see fairies and elves and fawns and other denizens of fairy in the Spencer sense. So this is the point here. We think there's some kind of progression that it was fairies and elves and leprechauns and now it's UFOs and gray aliens. And that's a natural cultural change as our pop culture accepts different sorts of memes our experiences reflect it. But if we're still seeing fairies and other creatures, that kind of puts a lie to that, right? Yes. Um, I would have said as recently as oh, five years ago, maybe even more recently than that, that, um, that we were seeing the same phenomena in, in the dress of the culture that we live in. And I think there is some some truth in that, uh, but I think that the fact that the classical stories are still out there, though they don't make news in the same way. It's like a, a few years ago, I got tired of people saying, why don't people see UFOs anymore? So I, the lights in the sky and even you know things as 
relatively close encounters, let's say close encounters of the second kind, uh, cases I tended to ignore because it's old hat to us. But they, those cases still happen all the time. So I started doing those, and then I had occasion to do um, um, a couple of things on fairy lore, just on fairy lore, and I discovered that that the classical fairy cases still go on, just as they did hundreds of years ago or even thousands of years ago. And um, yes, there may be some extent to which our the limitation in our senses, uh, which are not developed for seeing beings from other dimensions uh they're they're for running from saber-toothed tigers for most of our evolutionary history um um we, we're just not adjusted to it we're going to see it somewhat differently than what it is i'm not sure that fairies are the fairies that people uh claim to see and i'm not sure that gray aliens are the gray aliens that people see. So there is a cultural element. Oh, so much to cover. With Alan Greenfield and Gene and Chris, you're in The Paracast. You are listening to GCN. Visit GCNlive.com today. Neighbors, I want to tell you about my favorite graphics app. It's the award-winning Graphic Converter. You know, Graphic Converter is the universal genius for photo editing on your Mac. Join over one and a half million loyal users for this Swiss Army Knife photo editing app. It gives you all you expect from a top-flight image editing app with tons of features. And most important, it's easy to use. It's also far less expensive than that other app that you can only get by subscription. You know, the one I'm talking about. What's more, you can get 20% off with your order right now. So write this down to learn about Graphic Converter. Go to www.lemkesoft.de slash gene. Let me spell that www.lemkesoft.de slash gene. In these uncertain times, it makes sense to have a sustainable backup method to cook food and boil water. If your current plan includes using a fuel-burning stove or cooking over an open fire, then there's a much better way. The Miniman Rocket Stove is a biomass-burning cooking stove that only requires small quantities of sticks and twigs for fuel. The Miniman Stove is easy to use, smokeless, portable, powerful, and sustainable. For the finest in survival cooking stoves and fire starters made right here in the USA, go to MinutemanStove.com. That's MinutemanStove.com. You may own a knife, but if it's not an indie hammered knife, it's not a knife. From the forge to the grinder to the sheath, each indie hammered knife is handcrafted using God-given talent. The result is the sharpest edge a knife can have and a true work of art. See a variety of knives and the complete knife kit at ihknives.com. Indie hammered knives. Custom knives made in America. 
The answer to being in control of your own health care is freedom from insurance. Become part of a group of self-pay patients that come together to share in each other's medical expenses. Individual share amounts begin at $107 a month and $347 for families. Choose from three health sharing programs. Holistic treatments may be eligible for sharing. See guidelines. Discount programs available for dental, vision, and pharmacy. Go to libertyoncall.org. That's libertyoncall.org. Hi, John here again. After another month of being on several supplements from Synergistic Nutrition, including Synergy One, the Andreas Black Cumin Seed Oil, and other supplements, I've lost another 10 pounds for a total of 20 pounds. My belt size has been reduced by one and three quarter inches. My knees don't ache as much anymore, and I'm walking my dogs twice as long as I did a month ago. I sleep very well and have a lot more energy. I noticed that when I cut myself accidentally, that I was bleeding much more profusely and that the blood was bright red. Previously, I didn't bleed much at all. It was dark red in color. So I know this protocol is working to keep my blood healthy. Additionally, I now have the energy to do calisthenics several times a week in addition to the extra walking. My hunger has been reduced a lot. I take two shakes a day, one with each meal. Call Synergistic Nutrition at 888-988-3325 or visit sacredseedoils.com. That's sacredseedoils.com. We use cell phones against our heads every day. But now, a landmark U.S. government study confirms increased health risks from exposure to EMF radiation emitted from these devices. The time to protect yourself is now. The solution is Defender Shield. Proudly made in the USA, Defender Shield blocks virtually 100% of EMF radiation emitted from cell phones, tablets, and laptops. Buy now at DefenderShield.com. Use discount code DEFENDER for 10% off. DefenderShield.com, the worldwide leader in EMF radiation protection. Hi, this is James Fox from Chasing UFOs. You're listening to the Paracast, the gold standard of paranormal radio. So let's just continue with this here and this discussion here about observations of fairies and whatever and UFOs and gray aliens. Now, you pointed out that even though it's not getting publicity, people still see the fairies. But maybe that's the cultural influence here. People are afraid to say that because if they do, they're going to sound completely wacky. Or do you think that maybe some people who report seeing gray aliens or having abductions are really experiencing the other stuff, but they are afraid to say it? Well, I think that that may be changing because the uh, fairy lore was out of fashion. In a sense, these things are media-driven. I mean, I think there are UFO sightings pretty consistently every day, 365 days a year, somewhere in the world, there's one or more UFO encounters. I think the same thing is true of fairy lore. The difference is the media are focused on space stuff, Maybe not on the uh, right now. Mars is very much under discussion, and the Cassini uh, probe, things of that sort. They print things that are related to that. They also, in the mainstream media, if that term still has any meaning in 2017, uh, as opposed to the wacko media, they feel comfortable saying something about a conservative UFO case or even, you know, something as that rises to the level of the 
Betty and Barney Hill case. They'll cover that. But fairy lore leaves itself open to being laughed at in the way that UFO lore was laughed at in the early 1950s with the little green men expression, which actually comes out of fairy lore, not not out of uh, UFO lore. I can't think of a single case where UFO beings have seen to be have seen been seen to be green, but green is not only a common fairy color, but the green fairy is a, a euphemism for absence, <laughs> a, a very common one. So it's a fairy lore notion that uh, migrated to ufology. Point being, the mainstream media, let's say the CNN slash Washington Post slash New York Times, as opposed to the National Enquirer or or worse, you know, that are not going to cover something that makes them seem frivolous or silly or whatever. So there's an artificial dearth of such stories in the United States. The interesting thing is uh, fairy lore has a, a great deal of respectability in uh, Britain and especially in Ireland, and the, the media there cover these cases. And in fact, uh, the somewhat moribund Fairy Investigation Society, which was set up in the 1930s, has reactivated and uh, uh, put its old files on online and uh, is investigating new cases now. But we have nothing comparable to that in the United States at this point because we, although there are there is plenty of fairy lore in Native American myth and legend and so forth, and people see fairies here. Uh, there's no tradition in the USA or Canada of uh, respectable investigation of fairy lore. Also, the Nordic countries, Iceland, uh, Norway, Denmark, Sweden, there's also a very strong tradition of elementals and trolls and all sorts of kind of unique um, humanoid-type forms that uh, go back into prehistory. Um, I did a book called Stalking the Tricksters, and there I wanted to do a, an entire chapter on elementals and fairy lore, figuring that most of the chapter would be in those countries in Europe. Uh, very little I, it was mentioned, actually, uh, because I had so much uh, North American uh, lore from uh, Native American traditions. Uh, every me- major group of Native Americans has uh, a rich tradition tradition of of, of, of fairy type entities, uh, uh, small diminutive uh, humanoid uh, type type uh, entities. That uh, it's, I was just amazed at how many. There's dozens and dozens and dozens of different types uh, mentioned in in the histories of um, of Native Americans. So so it is, I think, a, a more of a universal thing. And you're right, there is very little acknowledgement of the subject even in this country. Yeah, and uh, what little you get is basically quaint Native American stories in the same category as Navajo prophecy. You know, once in a while that will get uh, an almost uh, tongue-in-cheek mention. But I think it's important to, to, to say that I get reports since I do, you know, uh, uh, publish on fairy lore and took the risk, although I found out I was taking no risk at all, at least not with my audience, uh, because, excuse me, my friends 
in the Facebook universe, you don't have subscribers. Well, you have subscribers too, but you have friends. So I have 5,000 friends, which would be nice if that were, were true, but uh, 5,000 subscribers and then another 2,000 people who are actually called subscribers because 5,000 is the limit on the number of friends you can have, which is a, a policy that dates from when Facebook was a dating thing at Harvard, I think. But uh, I'm probably mangling the history of Facebook slightly there, but be that as it may. I, I found that fairy lore gets the same kind of uh, uh, respect as UFO lore. Uh, which is to say quite a bit. And uh, what doesn't get respect is when I try to look into explanatory things. My best effort in that direction has been to refer people to a hundred and some odd year old book by Edwin Abbott, which is available as a free PDF, among other ways, but which I read when I was a kid. Um, uh, 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 Called Flatland, which uh, which uh, sort of talks about geometry, but uh, is not. It's an amusing short book about how a two-dimensional being would perceive a three-dimensional uh, intelligence, and it's remarkably ahead of its time because it's dealing precisely with the 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 the, the the concept that I'm I'm talking about, which is we're dealing with things that are, the late Jim Mosley put it as the four and a half D theory. I'm, I'm not too keen on that notion. I prefer the more scientific terms, but basically something that comes from a more complex or at least very different universe that overlaps with our own, and. Ordinary, everyday, modern people, um, and I would presume, um, you know, if you if you did a study of uh, today's Native American people, particularly the traditionals that are uh, that that uh, speak the Native American languages and uh, as a first language and live on the reservation, of which they are, I guess that's about fifty percent of the surviving Native American population, I imagine they continue to have uh, they continue to have um, experiences of this sort, but so do suburban soccer moms if there is still such a thing. So um, it, uh, it's, a, it's a universal thing. It just doesn't have the same acknowledgement. There are New agey people, which I'm sure all three of us know some of, who believe everything, and fairies are fine with them, but it's like an unquestioned notion. Like, my first thing upon uh, seeing a fairy would be, what is this? Am I seeing it accurately? Can it be photographed? Uh, can it otherwise be detected in some uh, semi-objective way, and if it's really there, what is it? Uh, what does it represent? And that's not what most people do. They're more concerned about uh, the subjective experience, which is understandable, and 
enjoying that. And generally speaking, in the U.S. New Age movement, the friendly fairies, and uh, as I think you would know, Christopher, if you've looked into the the material from the Scandinavian countries in Iceland, uh, there's lots of darker fairy lore. Let me break you here, guys. we got more to come with Alan Greenfield and fairy lore and more with Gene and Chris. You're in the Paracast. Paracast, Paracast. <laughs> Thank you for listening to GCN. Be sure to visit GCNlive.com today. Attack of the Rockoids has been well received by critics and readers alike. It's a thrill a minute story you'll never forget. A former U.S. military intelligence officer is haunted by intense dreams about a beautiful woman pleading for his help after a terrible battle in outer space. But the dreams turn out to be true and thrust him into a telepathic love affair with a woman whose faraway planet is intent on destroying the Earth. And now the gripping tale continues in The Coming of the Protectors. It's the second book of the Rockoids trilogy, a galaxy-spanning adventure that pits our hapless heroes against powerful, fanatical enemies that threaten the lives of freedom-loving beings everywhere. Attack of the Rockoids and The Coming of the Protectors, classic science fiction at its best, available now. For more details, visit rockoids.com. That's R-O-C-K-O-I-D-S dot com. Water is the single most important thing your body needs, so you want to be sure it's the best for you and your family. Since 2005, thousands have depended on Berkey Purified Water. The Berkey Guy provides the lowest priced filtration systems in every size. For incredibly delicious water now and in an emergency, get to GoBerkey.com or call 877-886-3653. 877-886-3653. GoBerkey.com. Be prepared for the next disaster with the Shelter Pod. The Shelter Pod is a large, all-season, heavy-duty, quick-deploy shelter. The Shelter Pod system can be set up in 30 seconds and includes an emergency medical kit, water filter, survival tools, and more. Are you prepared to take care of your family? Do you have everything in one place ready to go? Get it now or enter to win a complete Shelter Pod system at ShelterPod.com. The Shelter Pod at ShelterPod.com. Shelter when you need it most. Welcome back to the Paracast, the gold standard of paranormal radio. And now, here's Gene Steinberg. We're hearing a mysterious spiritual voice from a weird entity called the Greenfield or something. The green, green field, field, field. <laughs> There actually was an echo there. That's strange. Okay. Strange, strange. (laughs) Well, yeah. Uh, Fairies rarely say anything, like gray aliens. Things, Uh, things. Things, things. They say no things. They say, in it, in it, in it, in it. (laughs) It's their key word. You know, nobody understands what we're talking about here, because they never heard the loop that Chris's voice was in on Skype. 
But it was there, honestly, for where for 15 minutes, Gene was twiddling knobs and recalling and redialing. And, and Christopher was just like a fragment of a sentence. And he probably doesn't even know what the sentence was. Something like, was in it, in it, in it, in it, in it, in it, in it. <laughs> yep, something of that sort. Wait a minute, I somebody think- on YouTube is going to write, oh, that episode of the PowerCast with that guy Greenfield, all they said was in it. 12,000 times. No, Christopher was saying, I'm in it for the money. <laughs> it was not supposed to be on the air to begin with, right? Uh-huh. What money? Because as we all know, it's a big money maker for each and every one of us. We live lavish lives because of our books and broadcasts and lectures, and we go all over the world living in style, right? Right? Oh, I'm talking about Beckley. I'm sorry. (laughs) (laughs) And Beckley is the first person to claim that he has no money. He never has any money. And then when you go out with him, he takes out his American Express card, which is a higher level of credit, and doesn't seem to really care about that. I think he lives two lives. The real Tim Beckley, who has a second home somewhere, and they still have the family home, I think, in New Brunswick, New Jersey. As a matter of fact, he lives in New York in a rent-controlled apartment. And then you have the Beckley who has no money and never well, has enough and never sells enough books to pay for the cost of production. The point is, it, almost all of his income is derived from uh, UFO-related things, mostly stuff that isn't nailed down by copyright. But nevertheless, it does provide a service. And I don't think he lives lavishly, but I think he is probably the only person that I am aware of, except maybe Stan Friedman, who's ever made a a living at it. And apparently Friedman was only able to do it for a limited period of time. I don't think Beckley has made a... um, fortune, but I think he has been a professional ufologist since he was 13 or so. Yeah, he lives in the same place for maybe 40 years. It's a rent-controlled apartment in New York City. Not in a great neighborhood, but I used to work down the street from him for many years. And I kind of think here about this rent-controlled thing in New York, how many people took advantage of it. Like, I know Chris and I talked about this during After the Powercast, last year's passing of the cult character horror film host john zacherly who became prominent in new york for the host of horror films and originally in philadelphia he actually recorded a couple of records one of which became like a you know a top 20 smash or something like that called dinner with drac and for all these years he lived in the same apartment on west 96th street for like 50 years and it was a rent controlled apartment for like 250 dollars and he spent like the remaining years of his life, he died in his 90s, living at that place. Because to leave there, good or bad, any other place would have cost him 10 times as much. Yeah, well, that's the argument for and against the notion of rent control. But I think that is pretty well unique to New York City and is probably pretty well justified in in that New York is... Uh, a relatively tiny space that has 8 million people in it and more than that on a daily basis that, you know, come in and and leave for the the shores of New Jersey so uh, and elsewhere. So, um, 
it really would be outlandishly expensive if it were just allowed to um, to settle at whatever level the market will bear. Now, the way um, it works I, here is that as soon as someone leaves the place, vacates that apartment, they can rent it at market value. Yeah. So it's an interesting scam. Anyway, let's get back to other interesting things because we shouldn't worry about whether or not we're going to become rich and famous because you and I, Alan, are too old for that, I think. And I don't know. People live longer now. (laughs) Yes. I'm still planning on going to Mars. but. uh... (laughs) So did you place a collect call to Elon Musk to get on that one-way trip? No, I don't want to do a one-way trip. <laughs> I want to visit. <laughs> I want to live there. Um, Let's go back to our weird subject here, the phenomenon we're dealing Mars? with here. Going to Mars isn't weird? I, well, I guess we are in the 21st century, right? I mean, We should have been to Mars already. Look at 2001. They already had gone beyond Mars by then. Well, I think we're in, in an alternate reality where it didn't happen. That was a projection based on the speed of the U.S. space program in the 1960s, particularly after Kennedy was assassinated. It was like a, a, a the national goal to get to the moon. And based on that, had uh, uh, the, the same amount of funding and enthusiasm continued, there would surely have been, before the end of the 20th century, there surely there surely would have been a base on the moon, a classical space station, and probably uh, at least visitations to Mars. It just didn't continue. Basically, we got to the moon. The Russians, having been beaten, sort of got out of the business, at least as a front burner thing. And we got out of the business because, uh, partly because Americans get tired of Things and also because uh, there was no longer this beating the Soviets to the to the moon to prove something. So uh, the space program has moved at a much slower pace. This uh, entry of billionaires into space research is an interesting development. We'll see what happens when they, God forbid, but one couldn't reasonably expect it. They have their first real disaster. You know that's. That could put the kibosh on that. But uh, I expect that, uh, um, oh, it's possible, should we be blessed with really long lives, that we will live to see people uh, go to Mars. But it's a, it, is that out of, have we reached so far that in the early 1960s, when we started, we thought that UFOs might be from a Martian civilization down to, as far as we know, the only civilization on Mars is what we've sent there. I mean, that's a, a huge, a huge uh, uh, acceleration of, of our understanding of the universe. It hasn't proven anything, but I think it's absolutely remarkable. And that's no longer in our category. It's like uh, when the Psychical Research Society, one of its original interests was hypnotism, but hypnotism went mainstream. So they, um, 
for better or worse, and uh, they dropped it as a subject for paranormal research because it wasn't considered to be paranormal. Here, UFOs have become very much mainstream, obviously. But, you know, UFOs as spaceships. Ghosts are mainstream because we have all the reality shows and the movies and things like that. Bigfoot's kind of sort of mainstream, I guess. So that having occurred, do we go back to older phenomena or deal with it or consider what that means for us? We've got Alan Greenfield who's explored all these things and many more things. And as you can see, he can do 12 shows as a monologue. We don't have to talk. We just sit back and listen and have fun. With Gene and Chris, you're in... The Paracast. 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 Attack of the Rockoids has been well-received by critics and readers alike. It's a -a thrill-a-minute story you'll never forget. A former U.S. military intelligence officer is haunted by intense dreams about a beautiful woman pleading for his help after a terrible battle in outer space. But the dreams turn out to be true and thrust him into a telepathic love affair with a woman whose faraway planet is intent on destroying the Earth. And now the gripping tale continues in The Coming of the Protectors. It's the second book of the Rockoids trilogy, a galaxy-spanning adventure that pits our hapless heroes against powerful, fanatical enemies that threaten the lives of freedom-loving beings everywhere. Attack of the Rockoids and The Coming of the Protectors, classic science fiction at its best, available now. For more details, visit rockoids.com. That's R-O-C-K-O-I-D-S dot com. Hey, diabetics. Yeah, you. Got a spare hour to waste going to the pharmacy to get your insulin or other meds and supplies every month? I didn't think so. Me either. I've got life going on, which is why I use PillPack. PillPack is an amazing online pharmacy. They package up all my diabetic meds and testing supplies into daily doses and send it to me every month automatically. All I do is pay my normal copay. PillPack does the rest. I'm serious. This is a free service. They don't even charge for shipping. PillPack handles all the medical insurance stuff and even get what my doctors for my other prescriptions so I don't have to, which is good because that's the stuff I forget. But PillPack remembers everything. They even package up my daily vitamins so I remember to take them too. If you're diabetic, your meds and supplies are life and death, which means you need PillPack. Call right now for this free service. You may even qualify for $25 in free vitamins. 800-560-7310. That's 800-560-7310. Again, 800-560-7310. Many medicines used to treat colds and flu contain acetaminophen, a pain reliever and fever reducer found in hundreds of over-the-counter and prescription medicines. But taking too much or more than one medication containing acetaminophen per day can damage your liver. So always read the label and don't take acetaminophen if you drink three or more alcoholic drinks every day. To learn more, visit fda.gov slash otcpaininfo. A message from the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services Food and Drug Administration. 
Attention business owners and independent contractors. This is a money-saving message from Tax Mediation Services. If your business owes $20,000 or more in taxes, we can help you today, right now. Listen, dealing with the IRS is no picnic. It's an intimidating and extremely stressful process, and you don't want to go it alone. Our attorneys know every law, every tax break, and every possible opportunity to help you resolve and reduce your tax debt. And if you owe more than $20,000, you may be at the top of their hit list. So don't take your tax debt lightly because it will not go away on its own. The IRS can seize your bank accounts, your home, and even shut down your business. Call our tax experts today at 1-800-765-9681 and let us deal with the IRS while you focus on your business. That's 1-800-765-9681. Again, that's 800-765-9681. Would it be okay if you had two paychecks instead of one? I'm Pharmacist Keith. Dr. Wallach, the Dead Doctors Don't Lie guy and myself, want to show you how to get an extra paycheck every month, creating an extra income that will last for years to come by joining Dr. Wallach's crusade, spreading his message of better health. To learn more, visit radio.recordedvideo.com. That's radio.recordedvideo.com, radio.recordedvideo.com, or call 866-257-3105 for a recorded message. We'd like to hear from you. If you have a comment or question about the Paracast, send it to news at theparacast.com. That's news at theparacast.com. And don't forget to visit our famous Paracast community forums at forum.theparacast.com. If you're in it, in it to win it now. Must have guests with short attention span. I'm not that lengthy. At least what I say is, you know, uh, spontaneous and of the moment. I'm not reading anything, and I don't even have any notes in front of me. I do have a picture of you and an indication that Christopher is made of carbon dioxide because it just says CO in a blue circle. Um, So, well, that's funny because. When I look at his avatar on Skype, I see him smiling, which is a rare commodity, wearing his glasses, having a short beard. I see you illuminated by all sorts of strange special effects. That it exemplify what I am, right? Well, if I see you in person, that's how you look. I know that. You know, I'm, <laughs> I'm attestifying to that. What you see is what you don't get. Now, all seriousness aside here, let's get back to this, the fact that UFOs are mainstream, ghosts, Bigfoot. We have a cultural meme about that. Is that dictating our reality, or we're just reaching that conclusion because that's where the cookie crumbles or whatever? I think, on the one hand, I'm not unhappy that these things have become mainstream, but I am unhappy with the decline in the level of serious research. Uh, I hate to say it because back in the old days, they were my mortal enemy, but MUFON does pretty serious, much more open-minded stuff than they used to do. But other than that, I mean, all of this stuff on TV is above the level, and I'm talking about ghost lore and UFO lore and, God help us, ancient alien lore and it's very 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 superficial it's stuff that we we went through uh 50 years ago and there 
it's in the gosh wow category. The ghost, uh, the ghost hunters that that, that carry around uh, a uh, infrared camera and uh, something to measure temperature changes and electromagnetic effects, and their qualifications are what. I, I think the, the most famous guys are plumbers. That's what they do for uh, – that's their day job. And there's nothing wrong with being a plumber, but uh, that hardly qualifies you to do the kind of quality research that was done in the heyday of the Society for Psychical Research when you had distinguished scientists uh, doing uh, in-depth research and analysis from a – basically skeptical standpoint so that when they came up with one that they said this is the genuine article whatever that may mean uh you could take them at their word on the other hand these guys on tv i don't i don't watch these things on any kind of regular basis but they they get freaked out if they see something that they think is real you get the Well, we're beyond that kind of approach to things, or should be. So, to answer your question, yes, we need to look back to these previous uh, cases and 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 uh, uh, earlier research simply because it was better research. There's a whole host of uh, every one of the areas we've discussed. There's a whole host of uh, Victorian era, late Victorian era uh, research. Uh, and you can also include the the occult and occult phenomena uh, in in that category. There was like from 1875 to the uh, first decade of the 20th century, you had um, uh, really quality uh, investigators doing quality work and publishing. And now you have pop culture. While it's good that people are aware of these things and aren't afraid to talk about their experiences in the way that they they were back in the day, the downside of that is the quality of the research is so low that it's very hard on a secondhand basis to say, well, this was well-researched and found to be something paranormal. Well, and, the problem uh, also with these reality shows is it's not reality, it's a scripted drama where they're using improvised dialogue. And that's all it is. And so they have to fill 43 or 44 minutes plus commercials. Hopefully get a high enough rating so the advertisers are happy and pay the rates for the upfronts. That's where the advertisers buy all, where most are advertising on TV and cable shows. And that's all they care about. They have to have their equipment. They have to have their night vision goggles. And that's it. There's no reality there because, as I said, it's a scripted drama. It's more scripted than you may realize. Even the guests are, are, are scripted. I don't get on invited on the, the TV shows anymore because I've said this in several places, but I don't believe I've ever said it uh, to you or to to your listeners. But, uh, but it's a, a very interesting thing because it's a direct personal experience. Uh, I did several programs uh, for the History Channel. I did uh, two episodes of UFO Hunters, which is now gone, and uh, I did Ancient Aliens with Reluctance because I was then in my mid-60s, and the notion of (laughs) 
being mistaken for an ancient alien was really not something that I cared to do. <laughs> and, and then I did Brad Meltzer's Decoded, where Brad Meltzer never appears. It was one of the first episodes, so the three people who actually did the show were there. And I was uh, – uh, I think they paid my way to 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 New York, which was good because my uh, eldest son was at that time living, and his wife were then living in New York, so I got to see him. And they invited me to come out to Liberty Island and do an interview. So I thought, okay, we'll do an interview, and it was this Illuminati Masonic uh, stuff, which I know about. I mean, that's within my area of expertise. But at one point, first of all, when I get out there, I had trouble finding them because they didn't have anybody waiting at the ferry for me. That's the first, first and only time I've ever been on Liberty Island. And then I see the three people, and they're sitting at a table, and I sit down with them, and I have a... a, a I'm dressed for the occasion, which is to say, dressed like a man in black. I had on shades, I had on a black shirt, a black tie with a red. I mean, you know, I was just doing the thing, and they didn't say anything about it. That was that was fine with them. And uh, they asked me some questions about, uh, is the Statue of Liberty copied from the Colossus of Rhodes or whatever? And I said, yes. Uh, and then they start going into this Masonic conspiracy thing. Well, I don't – Freemasonry is many things, but it isn't a conspiracy. It's it's These days, it's a bunch of old men who get together and apparently don't much like women. All right. Don't much like women. Hmm. We'll get into more of that and more. With Alan Greenfield, with Gene and Chris, you're in The Paracast. Thank you for listening to GCN. Be sure to visit GCNlive.com today. Be prepared for the next disaster with the Shelter Pod. The Shelter Pod is a large, all-season, heavy-duty, quick-deploy shelter. The Shelter Pod system can be set up in 30 seconds and includes an emergency medical kit, water filter, survival tools, and more. Are you prepared to take care of your family? Do you have everything in one place ready to go? Get it now or enter to win a complete Shelter Pod system at ShelterPod.com. The Shelter Pod at ShelterPod.com. Shelter when you need it most. Hi, this is Ted Anderson. I'm here to tell you about GCNTelecare.com, a team of board-certified doctors assisting you 24 hours a day, 7 days a week, 365 days a year. Within 15 minutes of registration, care your family can afford. Revolutionizing the healthcare industry, virtual consulting, providing diagnosis of non-emergency medical issues by phone or secure video on computer or smart mobile devices. GCNTelecare.com, virtual care anywhere. 
We all know that Berkey Water Purification Systems are the most trusted name in water filtration. As an authorized Berkey dealer for over six years and serving thousands of satisfied customers, the Berkey Guy offers amazing specials for Berkey Water Filtration Systems. The Berkey Light Systems include a set of self-sterilizing and recleanable black purification elements that purify water by removing chlorine, pathogenic bacteria, cysts and parasites to non-detectable levels and remove harmful chemicals such as herbicides and pesticides. Order the Berkey Light System today complete with two black Berkey elements for only $231 and the Berkey guy will ship your order free of charge. With the purchase of a Berkey light, the Berkey guy is also offering a set of fluoride and arsenic filters for only $39.99. That's over 30% off the retail price. Call the Berkey guy at 1-877-886-3653. That's 1-877-886-3653 or order online at goberkey.com. That's goberkey.com today. Hi there, I'm Bob Eubanks. You know, as part of Hollywood for a long time, I've seen my fair share of celebrities get in trouble with the IRS. Well, there's one name I trust, the Tax Defense Group. They're the most trusted name in tax. So if you owe more than $10,000 to the IRS, you really need to call my friends at the Tax Defense Group. Ignoring the IRS is not the solution. They can garnish your paycheck, levy your bank accounts, seize your home or business. But the Tax Defense Group could put a stop to all of that and tailor a program that would reduce your tax debt to pennies on the dollar. you got to love that. So don't just take my word for it. Call them. Find out for yourself. They offer a 100% satisfaction guarantee. And they're open 24 hours a day because they know that tax debt doesn't sleep either. Call now for your free and confidential tax analysis from the most trusted name in tax. Call 800-361-6907. 800-361-6907. Today, how to incorporate your business in just 10 minutes so you won't lose everything if you get sued. Step one, stop putting it off. If you're not incorporated and someone sues your business tomorrow, it's not just your business at risk. You can lose everything, your home, your car, even your life savings. Step two. Call the following number for a free 10-minute incorporation guide from Incorporate.com. 1-800-945-1063. They don't provide legal or financial advice. They just make incorporating quick and easy. So you can incorporate or form an LLC in just 10 minutes. That number again is 1-800-945-1063. Step 3. Congratulate yourself. By taking just 10 minutes to incorporate your business or form an LLC, you protected your home, your car, and your life savings. And that is how you incorporate your business in just 10 minutes. But hurry while they're still giving away these 10-minute incorporation guides for free. Call 1-800-945-1063. That's 1-800-945-1063. Hi, this is Bryce Abel. I'm the producer of Dark Skies, the co-author of AD After Disclosure, and you are listening to the Paracast, the gold standard of paranormal radio. Okay, so we ended the previous segment with the words, don't much like women. Alan Greenfield, what are you referring to? In Freemasonry, it's restricted to adult men. and Can they even uh, do that legally anymore? Yeah, they're a private organization. In fact, in Southern jurisdiction, the largest jurisdiction in the world, and Southern jurisdiction 
isn't confined to the uh, former Confederate States of America. But until very, very recently, first of all, they didn't recognize Prince Hall Masonry, which is predominantly black, although the Grand Lodge of England, which is the mother lodge of regular Freemasonry, uh, did recognize them. And they had no black members, which is why there was a Prince Hall Masonry, or at least part of the reason. So they have much to answer for. But being the conspiracy to rule the world, or the current version is the reptilian conspiracy, which sounds a lot like the international Jewish conspiracy to rule the world. That's simply not who they are. I have great experience with that. And as I said, they have much to, to answer for, but not that. Anyway, so they get around to talking about the fact that there were three people involved in the construction of the Statue of Liberty. And it happens they were all Freemasons. Well, that may or may not have been coincidence. But in fact, before television, before radio, before movies, men's clubs flourished. So it's not that unusual that a Frenchman and two Americans are, you know, were members of the regular Freemasonry. Then they ask me a question. They're working their way up to it. And they ask me, so do you think this pagan statue should be torn down? And I was just taken aback by the question. First of all, if, if I believed it, I wouldn't say it on a, on a television program. I don't want to go to Gitmo. But secondly, I thought the idea was outrageous. I mean, and I said what I thought. I said, I subscribe to the poem by Emma Lazarus, the new Colossus that's at the base of the statue. So many millions of people have sailed by that statue uh, looking for freedom and opportunity, I would never even consider. I did very well in answer to an unexpected question. Well, they cut my answer out and they found some guy who had this bitter conspiratorial attitude. And they, right after what I said, they cut what I said out on that subject. And he said, yeah, it needs to be torn down because it's a pagan statue, whatever that means. I thought, well, that's creative editing. And then we got through with the interview, which, you know, if it were intact or somewhat intact, it would have been fine. But then they said, wait a minute, we've got to show you coming to the island. And I said, pardon me? Thinking, I'm not in SAG-AFTRA. I don't think I can do acting. Not that I can't, but that it's not, not something I'm qualified to do, particularly in a union state. But they had me go back to the ferry, stand on a mark, walk forward like I'm looking for them to a second mark, and then find them. You were an actor playing a role there. Right. While that happened, I had an epiphany. If they do this with everybody that's on these programs, including the guy with the hair, whatever his name is, then this is acting. This is not interviews in the sense that uh, CNN interviews somebody, although they probably, you know, do have uh, their questions. Uh, they have their ducks in a row in advance. It runs too smoothly not to. But this is acting outright. So the second episode of UFO Hunters, I won't even go into the first one, which showed me in Germany, which is a country I would never step into, <laughs> be that as it may. They took me for 
no reason that I can think of to Utah. I think it had to do with one of their other guests. It was just convenient. So they flew me to Utah, put me in a nice hotel, gave me some food. You know, I had nothing to complain about. Paid me a fair amount for a couple of days' work. Then they take me out to this place in the desert with two vans. And they say, okay, I want you to meet our investigators, which I already knew and had done a previous program with, by driving up to their van, getting out and shaking hands with them and showing them your evidence. You know, it's interesting here about driving. Normally, you hire a professional driver to drive the vehicle so it looks perfect. And I said, uh, there's one problem here. I don't drive and I don't have a driver's license. (laughs) And they were just uh, uh, well, they'll walk towards you. You get in the van, pretend to drive, get out of the van, walk towards them, and you meet in the middle and show them your evidence. And that never got on the air, but I think some little part of that did. But the, the interview itself was totally separate, was, was at the hotel. with, And I have no complaints about that. But again, that's acting. That's purely dramatic thing. First of all, it was after the real interview. And secondly, it's presumably they wanted to, to, to make this appear like with a background in the, the Utah desert that uh, I meet their investigators and tell them the truth about flying saucers or whatever I was telling the, the UFO hunters the truth about. With uh, Bill Burns, you never know how truth is defined. This pilot is said to have said, what is truth? (laughs) I don't know, but I tell you what's fake. That was fake. And that's just two examples of the four times I've done these programs. And I had the bad grace to mention that online. I have not been invited back since. I had become kind of a regular, but I was calling a spade a spade. I I don't really, you know, I'm not an actor. If they want me to act, then they really need to be doing something different because that's not my thing. Now, what is is union scale? Because we have to think about that too. For an actor appearing in a one-hour show and saying more than five lines or whatever the limit is. Well, yeah, the five lines, I don't know exactly, even though my eldest son is a screenwriter and a member of the the guild but i i don't i don't know with actors because i'm not an actor but i do know that i wouldn't get union scale because i'm not in the union but on the other hand on that particular occasion the one in on liberty island they gave me $25 i mean they paid for the trip but they gave me $25 in cash and enough money to take a taxi back to my hotel, which they were also paying for. So so generous. You know, I, now, here's an interesting thing I had to ask was, here before we go on. Hour, it was probably, interesting probably thing here before hours. we go on. If you were a member of AFTRA, you're a member of the union, and you walk in there, would they have not selected you if you tell them, by the way, I'm a member of the union, I have to get union scale for this? My guess is that they would would not have invited me. However, my guess also is this guy that they have on regularly on Ancient Aliens, he's had to join the union. I mean, depending on what what state he's in, even even doesn't matter what state he's in. 
um, he probably has been obliged to join the union because clearly he's uh, acting for them. But, you know, uh, oh, interviews no, are know in a different that. Wait a minute. Hold on. Hold on. Time out. That's uh, I, I have a very good way to check that out. Um, <laughs> uh, David Childress, who's been on the show uh, as much as, as uh, Giorgio, has not been asked to join any unions. Uh, I can pretty much tell you that. He uh, lives across the street from me. I'm very close to him. Um, but uh, I don't think that um, a nonfiction show such as Ancient Aliens requires principles to be part of uh, SAG. Let's go into this more detail. And we have some questions from our listeners of Alan Greenfield on some totally different subjects. Coming up with Gene and Chris, you're in the Paracast. Thank you for listening to GCN. Visit GCNlive.com today. Neighbors, I want to tell you about my favorite graphics app. It's the award-winning Graphic Converter. You know, Graphic Converter is the universal genius for photo editing on your Mac. Join over one and a half million loyal users for this Swiss Army Knife photo editing app. It gives you all you expect from a top-flight image editing app with tons of features. And most important, it's easy to use. It's also far less expensive than that other app that you can only get by subscription. You know, the one I'm talking about. What's more, you can get 20% off with your order right now. So write this down to learn about Graphic Converter. Go to www.lemkesoft.de slash gene. Let me spell that. www.lemkesoft.de slash gene. Do you know what's lurking in your water? More than 200 contaminants could be sitting there, just waiting for your glass. With a ProPure water filter, start enjoying clean and great-tasting water today. ProPure filters, independently tested, latest water filter technology. ProPure systems do not require electricity and are easy to set up and easy to use. To find out more, visit your authorized ProPure dealer or ProPureUSA.com. That's P-R-O-P-U-R-U-S-A.com. Hunters, anglers, campers, and survivalists. Get back to nature. Expand your horizons with the highest quality, most versatile, unique slingshots and sling bows on the market at slingbow.com. Slingbow products are compact and models start from just $17.98. They're perfect for your bug out bag or storing in your vehicle. Give yourself and your loved ones the excitement and tradition of Slingbow, a new frontier in archery and truly modern twist on this primitive survival tool. Feel the thrill only at slingbow.com. This is Dan Pilla. Do you owe the IRS money you can't pay? Are tax debts crippling you? I've defended people from the IRS for over 30 years. I've helped thousands and I can help you too. I wrote the book on IRS settlement and I'm telling you, there's no such thing as a hopeless case. Call 800-34-NO-TAX to finally get free of IRS debt. With the IRS's new programs, there's never been a better time to solve your problem. Call 800-34-NO-TAX. That's 800-34-NO-TAX or my website, danpilla.com. 
Have you checked your Google search results lately? Search results are usually the first impression that people form of you or your business. So make sure that they create a positive impression with ReputationDefender.com. What the Internet says about you can have a big impact on your life and your livelihood, even if it's not true. Fortunately, you can now control how you look online and in online search results with ReputationDefender.com. Call 800-831-0771 now. That's 800-831-0771 for your free reputation. Analysis. If you have negative material from an ex-employee, upset patient, or former client, newspaper article, legal issue, social media, or other source showing up in your search results, you can combat it with ReputationDefender.com. Our dedicated experts in patented technology can help make your online search results look their best. Call 800-831-0771 to learn more. 800-831-0771. That's 800-831-0771. Or visit ReputationDefender.com. Beans self-reliance is about being prepared and to do what you need to have your own source of renewable energy. Portable Solar LLC offers the most powerful EMP hardened solar system on the market that is transportable from place to place and the best part it's very affordable. Contact them at PortableSolarLLC.com or call for details at 972-575-8875 Soul Arc EMP hardened solar generator energy insurance for your family or business. Call Portable Solar LLC today or go to PortableSolarLLC.com to check out their patent pending technology. This is Micah Hanks of the Grayling Report, and you're listening to the Paracast, the gold standard of paranormal radio. So the key being here, of course, from what Chris says, is this is supposed to be like a news show, a factual product, a documentary. Therefore, they can get away with not paying your union scale. You're not acting. You're not a performer, even though you are. Chris, we do have some questions of Alan Greenfield. Would you like to dig out a few in a totally different field? And let's see where they take us. (laughs) I was in Israel when Kennedy was assassinated. You can't blame me. Okay. Next question. (laughs) Okay, there's some pretty highfalutin ones here. William Strathman, who's been a poster at the Paracast here for uh, almost two years, he's one of uh, our questioners who... Post their questions at forum.theparacast.com, where our listeners and uh, readers of the Paracast Forum get to challenge our guests or compliment them or just find out uh, interesting facts. And here's an interesting question. Alan, in your view, does reality originate from a deity who is the ultimate source of all? Uh, capital letters, Yud, K, V, uh, Vav, K, for example, or at its most fundamental, is reality simply an inert, mindless material driven by randomness out of which emerged the universe that includes us observers of it and our flawed conjectures about deity? Or do you have another view? <laughs> well, I do have another view, but let me put it this way. Uh, would you give me the first part of the question again? I want to see if he used the word believe. Uh, he didn't. Okay. I don't believe anything. The the word belief and the word faith are not part of my universe. Uh, Oh, man. I don't know how many times I've heard myself say that. They used to mean 
faith comes from the Latin word meaning fidelity, and belief comes from a similar uh, source. But in the last two or three hundred years, it has come to mean blind faith, uh, blind belief. And uh, I just, if there isn't evidence, I can speculate, I can have allegiance. Those are things that don't require belief or faith. They require a judicious judgment on my part as to what is and is not true. That would apply to patriotism or spiritual beliefs or uh, spiritual, see, I get caught in it too, spiritual views or anything else. Having said that, I have been in so many different wacky areas all my life that people tend to think that I am a neo-pagan, which I've been identified with in, uh, in, in books. Uh, the late Margot Adler so identified me in her Drawing Down the Moon, which was a very popular book in its day. Because I say I don't have any beliefs, if, a, if a, uh, it's assumed that I don't think there is anything supernatural. But the strange thing is, and coincidentally or synchronistically, just yesterday I was talking to my youngest son, Randall, about the need for a first cause. And nothing that I've heard from the naturalist community uh, satisfies me as to how there could, first of all, how there could be a universe in which there was not a first cause, because cause and effect is like you, you overthrow the whole idea of science. If you have an instance where there's no cause, there's just effect. Having said that, I will I'll give the, the best answer that I have ever come up with, which amounts to this. Though I have strange views on many things and am very flexible, I was born into Reform Judaism I have lived in it comfortably through all of my occult and ufological and uh, science fiction and other interests, and I am still comfortably a Reformed Jew. Uh, if you want to know what Reformed Judaism is about, it's Judaism light, <laughs> uh, although not as light as it was when I was a kid. And I prefer to say that I have allegiance to the idea of a supreme being that is outside of reality, however reality is defined. I don't believe it because I have no direct evidence of it, but that's sort of the Reformed Jewish uh, default position, and that's the position that I hold. There are some special considerations in Judaism about that that I, I, I'm not going to go into in any detail that have to do with that's also a, a part of the national identity. So I have allegiance to the entire national identity. I'm a Zionist, and uh, I think that I am not a fundamentalist believer in uh, the Bible or anything else, but I think that there is a source for reality outside of reality. Well, having said that, uh, let me let me kind of dovetail into another question here. Uh, again, William Strathman wants to know if you practice some sort of venerable defined system of magic, let's say uh, do you any sort of um, tree of life workings, the, the, the Kabbalah, or uh, do you do any, any sort of uh, mystical uh, Judaic uh, sort of magical practice. 
Well, you threw in Judaic there, and I've sort of followed the general magical practice. Have I done Tree of Life workings? Yes, with other people. I've even done very elaborate ones back in my days in one of the great magical orders of antiquity, where I I was the master of, uh, of a lodge in that organization and we uh, had can 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 you mention which organization that might be that's the ordo templi orientis of which oh, i 93 have... <laughs> no 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 i am i am 10 years out i was a ranking member and i uh i broke with the oto over some very very fundamental things and would call myself a free illuminist which is <laughs> all right do what thou wilt should be the loophole of the law uh, do what Bill will shall be the whole of the law, which is <laughs> the problem in the OTO. And uh, or oh, do, yeah. what, Mr. Breeze, Bill, they call him Dave. the Breeze. <laughs> yes, and he's gone with the wind, or should be. Now, I I I, um, I really learned a lot from my twenty-year experience with the OTO, but most of it is negative stuff, namely that if you're rotten at the core, you're probably going to have a rotten tree. But uh, I really try to avoid going into too much of my particular uh, problems with the OTO because I've moved on from that. Um, I'm a free illuminist. I belong to a worldwide confederation of free illuminists. And we do a lot of the same things that uh, that, that the so-called AA and the so-called OTO do. But um, um, nobody's in charge. We don't charge anything for anything that we do. And we really don't have any corporate existence. We just have the common goal of, of higher illumination. But anyway, when I was, I might as well say it exactly, when I was the master of Euless Lodge OTO, Euless Lodge number 10 OTO Incorporated, it was the only one that was incorporated separately, um, because at one time they thought that that was a good idea, or the late Grady McMurtry thought it was a good idea. Anyway, um, we I got saddled at the beginning with a very expensive lodge hall, and I found that we were doing less magical work and more fundraising work than anything else. So I said, no, uh, I've got a scrounger. Uh, her name is Jana. And I said, Jana? scrounge a cheap place that's that's on the rapid transit line and like that she found a place 100 bucks a month for this huge dance studio which we which we use we shared it with a a dance class they used it by day we used it by night and we had what was called the lodge in a box uh which is we had this big box uh if you're in the oto you probably know what the box is but in the box was everything you needed to, to work any OTO degree up through the sixth degree. And we could just, uh, I had this team of people that could put it together and take it apart in 15 minutes on either side of it. But sometimes we just did uh, programs. And since we had a thousand square feet of floor space, um, we marked out the tree of life uh, uh across the entire floor in chalk and i put people who seem to represent the various uh uh spheres or sephira uh yeah the sephira um 
uh, in the different things. And we did a complete. <laughs> who, who was Kether? Uh, I don't remember. And that's interesting. I don't remember. I mean, uh, who, who was Bina? <laughs> we'll have that answer and more in our next segment with Alan Greenfield and Gene and Chris. You're in. No Paracast. Thank you for listening to GCN. Visit GCNlive.com today. We also have swag. You know, we have all these exclusive Paracast things that you can buy. We've got like, I guess, 60 or so different items and entails T-shirts, sleeves for notebook computers, iPad cases, mouse pads, the Paracast jumbo tote bag, all sorts of T-shirts and jackets and stuff like that for men and women. We have a Paracast aluminum water bottle. All this stuff, you go to store.theparacast.com, store.theparacast.com. What makes it special is that the items are the best quality, you know, great T-shirts, fabrics, and they have our official logo on them. That's what makes them special in multiple sizes and colors. We even have stuff for children, stuff for women, stuff for men. We have all sorts of sizes, like small up to X large. A lot of good stuff. That's the swag from the Paracast. You go to store.theparacast.com. Stop by and take a shopping tour. I am Kelly Cook, the Chief Marketing Officer here at Kmart. Did you know that premature birth is the number one killer of babies in the United States or that survivors can face a lifetime of serious health problems? Guess what? You can help. Join me and Kmart for the March for Babies Walk. We'll work together to raise funds for research and programs that help the March of Dimes fight premature birth and birth defects and improve the health of moms and babies. So start your team today at marchforbabies.org. Lifetime Gray's 100% grass-fed beef has the health benefits you seek. When compared to conventional beef, it offers good fats while virtually eliminating the bad. That's the result of cattle who never eat grain, ever. Rich in antioxidants, including vitamin E, C, beta-carotene, and CLA. No artificial hormones, antibiotics, or other drugs. For all our fresh, non-cooked products with only 100% grass-fed beef, go to MidasResources.com. Use voucher code GCN to get 30% off your order. MidasResources.com or find us on Facebook. Welcome back to the Paracast, the gold standard of paranormal radio. And now, here's Gene Steinberg. What happens here is I think Chris gets tired towards the end of the show. And his voice then gets weirder. No, I was channeling my inner Crowley. Or Crowley. Holy Crowley if you think of Fowley. (laughs) <laughs> are you now or have you ever been in the OTO? I plead the magical fifth. <laughs> okay. Well, technically, you're not in the OTL until you're the seventh degree. That's something they don't emphasize. You're in the right. M- And if you, you haven't been a dues-paying member, I guess that kind of counts against you as well. Well, after a certain amount of time, they drop you from the rolls. And if you're just a Minerval, they really drop you from the rolls. I've developed my uh, my magical uh, training, uh, let's say, uh, a little bit past the Minerval stage. <laughs> okay. Well, most people, almost all of the money 
is provided by Minerva through third degree because people drop away somewhere in there, uh, more Minervals than anything else. The one statistic I wasn't able to get, even when I was a Grand Lodge officer and exempt from any dues, was how many people have passed through the Minerval degree. I suspect it's something like 20, 30,000 people. Oh, yeah. Oh, it, 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 that's, that's probably a conservative estimate. Yeah, it is. A, it's deliberately a conservative. I'm sure those, those records are at Tahuti somewhere or the Gape somewhere. You try to get them, though. Uh, they used to keep immaculate records, and after my big criticism of them, they started to use charts and things like that, as if they were copying what I had criticized them for. <laughs> but I have never seen a list of people who have been in and out in Minerva. And OTO Dogma states that if you leave at Minerva, you are as if as if you had never been in. Of course, that's not true. You've, your money is not cheerfully refunded. And well, well, in terms of magically speaking, yeah, all, all Minerva is is a statement of intent. It, it doesn't mean that you're acting upon it. Well, it has an oath that, that makes you lie, but that's neither here nor there. We're not going to go into that territory. I think where I was going was, yes, I've done Tree of Life workings with real people, and I've done them privately as well. What was the stumbling block? You said, have you worked with Jewish Kabbalah? And there is a vast difference between what is more properly Hebrew Kabbalah, the Kabbalah that came out of Sfat in Israel and the uh, medieval Kabbalists and earlier. Well, there uh, is a difference, but you're the one that's you're the one that uh, answered the question about deity with saying that uh, you know you are you were raised and steeped in in Reform Judaism, and so I kind of added the uh, the spiritual sort of Hebrew Kabbalah aspect to it, just to see how how deep you have have actually dove into and studied your own the underpinnings of of the Judeo Christian uh, religion. Uh, well, most Christians don't realize that the that the Christianity is steeped in in uh, esoteric uh, Hebrew uh, mysticism. <laughs> Absolutely, but so is Freemasonry. Uh, the thing is, it's bad Hebrew mysticism. If you know Hebrew and you know the history of, uh, you should talk to a traditional Jewish Kabbalist and what they think about what they would call Christian Kabbalah, which probably doesn't fit the OTO exactly, but Crowley's Hebrew was abominable. It was based on von Rosenroth's book and his otherwise useful book, 777. He well, yeah. re really doesn't get even what the Hebrew letters mean. He gets what the glyphs are, but not what the, the meaning of the letter is. Well, the gematria, the, gemat the information in the gematria is, is invaluable for anyone who's interested in, uh, in mysticism just in general. Right. Let me put it this way. This is the easiest way I can clarify on a personal level. When I go into a voting booth, I don't go in as a Reformed Jew. I go in as an American. My attitude towards the OTO and towards the occult in general is that that is a philosophical interest, not a religious conviction. And right. when the yeah, good when distinction the, when the OTO EGC started to blend and say that Thelema is a religion, to which I said, What just what the world needs another GD religion? <laughs> <laughs> we don't have enough, we need another Arab state. And we need another religion in the world. That's just what the yeah. world needs, right? Yeah. 
So, so there's, there's that. And then there's, I never regarded my experience in the OTO as a religious. It was philosophical and it was philosophical inquiry. That's what used to be billed before bill. And, uh, I, I think that it might have religious implications, but they're universal implications. Crowley was not Jewish. A couple of the current uh, muckety-mucks in, in the OTO are of Jewish background, but I don't know of any except a mortal enemy of mine who I won't mention. Who Well, they, they, would, never, they would never claim that as, as, as a foundation of their, of their spiritual beliefs. Right, and it's not. And yet, Thelema is a religion, and the OTO is an arm of the religion, according to the revision of the bill period of the last 15 years. And when that happened, that's when I started to make my exit. That was not the only reason. The hierarchy itself, the fact that they could make decisions like that without taking a vote on it, for example, that... that, uh, I don't think you can can blend authoritarianism or any kind of dogma, re- religious or otherwise, with the experimental work that gets done in magic. When I do a tree right, of right. life working, I am not seeking some particular result. I don't assume that if you your person in Kether falls over backwards, that they are going to go to the Ein and become at one with the the Yod Hey Vav Hey ultimate. A deity beyond all things. I just, that's not in my mind. My mind is, let's see what happens. And we'll go from there. And the right. same thing for Enochian workings, which I have done a great deal of, and which I think is a portal to other dimensions. And uh, that, you know, that's a whole other area that links the things we've been talking about for most of the program. And the work that I've done in the magical community, because magical invocation or evocation definitely is creating a portal to otherware. And one can come up with the most remarkable phenomena. And one, <laughs> one should remember to always learn exorcism and closing. <laughs> yeah, yeah careful what even, you wish for. Yes. Learn to terminate. <laughs> yes, I even have reason to suspect that the um, portal that was opened in 1946 by Jack right, Parsons, by none other has than never L. Ron Hubbard and uh, our good friend Jack Parsons, yes, has never been closed. Alan, you've no, got no, to no, explain to our listeners this what this. this, what this uh, excuse me, dude. we're overlapping. <laughs> We've got to explain what you mean by this portal opened in 1946. Okay, there was a uh, working, and I must say that it is frowned upon by the official OTO, but it was out of an OTO lodge run by Jack Parsons and participated in by L. Ron Hubbard. In his well, well, let, let me inter- inter- interrupt just for a second, Alan. Uh, Crowley himself, upon hearing that this was being planned, forbade them to do the Babylon working. Well, he also thought that uh, that uh, that Hubbard was pulling the wool over uh, over Parsons' eyes. Parsons was a was a rocket scientist who blew himself up some years later, but uh, in his basement experimenting with rocket fuels, apparently. And uh, we all know what happened to Ron Hubbard. He became a deity of sorts, <laughs> but uh, a very lucrative deity for some people. But um, um, 
the the general premise here is that what Gene is asking, and it's a legitimate question for 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 most people uh, that are not acquainted with magic, is well, we that- have discussed this in depth on several shows. So it's not it's not uh, it's not rocket science for longtime listeners. But uh, go ahead. Uh, we are running out of time for this segment. Let's pick up on the next segment, go into it briefly, and move on. We've got Alan Greenfield, Gene Steinberg, Chris O'Brien. You're in the Paracast. Paracast. Neighbors, I want to tell you about my favorite graphics app. It's the award-winning Graphic Converter. You know, Graphic Converter is the universal genius for photo editing on your Mac. Join over one and a half million loyal users for this Swiss Army Knife photo editing app. It gives you all you expect from a top-flight image editing app with tons of features. And most important, it's easy to use. It's also far less expensive than that other app that you can only get by subscription. You know, the one I'm talking about. What's more, you can get 20% off with your order right now. So write this down to learn about Graphic Converter. Go to www.lemkesoft.de slash gene. Let me spell that. www.lemkesoft.de slash gene. It's been said, any society is only three missed meals away from chaos. Those times may be near. Think about it. Our country faces multiple terrorist threats and aggressions from Russia and North Korea. Social unrest and violent marches yet again may lead to looting of stores and city shutdowns. And our crumbling infrastructure leaves our power grid vulnerable to long-term outages from a single cyber attack. When the chaos from any one of these threats arises, the government knows it can't provide during a widespread national emergency. That's why you need your own plan for self-reliance. That's where My Patriot Supply comes in. Get a four-week survival food supply for only $99. That includes breakfast, lunches, and dinners. Order online at preparewithgcn.com. 99 bucks for four weeks of survival food that tastes like homemade cooking and lasts up to 25 years from My Patriot Supply. Get your kits today at preparewithgcn.com. Free shipping is included. Preparewithgcn.com. You may own a knife. But if it's not an indie hammered knife, it's not a knife. From the forge to the grinder to the sheath, each indie hammered knife is handcrafted using God-given talent. The result is the sharpest edge a knife can have and a true work of art. See a variety of knives and the complete knife kit at ihknives.com. Indie hammered knives. Custom knives made in America. Will the government protect your family from Iran and North Korea's newest weapon, EMP? We buy guns to protect ourselves. Home, health, and car insurance for accidents. Maybe you also have food storage. But how would you keep your refrigerator running in a long-term EMP blackout? Using tested military designs, the Solark EMP-hardened solar generator protects and powers your critical appliances for years without burying items underground or wrapping them in aluminum foil. Unlike other preps, Solark is used every day to help offset your electric bill automatically. Visit PortableSolarLLC.com to learn how easily expandable the system is. Solark is the most affordable and powerful solution on the market. The whole system even fits in the back of a pickup or SUV and can install in 
less than an hour. See for yourself why Solark beats other off-grid systems at PortableSolarLLC.com. Don't wait for the government. Go to PortableSolarLLC.com to learn why Solark is energy insurance for your family. Water is the single most important thing your body needs, so you want to be sure it's the best for you and your family. Since 2005, thousands have depended on Berkey Purified Water. The Berkey Guy provides the lowest priced filtration systems in every size. For incredibly delicious water now and in an emergency, get to GoBerkey.com or call 877-886-3653. 877-886-3653. GoBerkey.com. We'd like to hear from you. If you have a comment or question about the Paracast, send it to news at theparacast.com. That's news at theparacast.com. And don't forget to visit our famous Paracast community forums at forum.theparacast.com. So in response to the question to kind of catch people up on opening of the portal, 1946. Alan, go ahead. Okay, there was a group of people who lived in what was called the Parsonage, named by the, uh, Jack Parsons. Uh, it was in, uh, what is that town that JPL is located in? California experts, whatever the town. Uh, he and Hubbard, L. Ron Hubbard, went out to the future founder of Scientology and minor deity <laughs> went out to the California desert, uh, but not far from where Adamski claims his first big encounter with aliens. And they invoke Babylon, B-A-B-A-L-O-N. It's uh, the numerology of it is considered significant by followers of the Thelemic religion. And they opened this portal with the purpose of creating a magical child. I'm not going to go into the whole thing. I will only say, thank God I was born 10 months after the working, not nine months. Otherwise, I would be tempted to say, well, it worked, but it was on the opposite coast. But in any case, they opened a portal to otherware. Don't ask me to define otherware any more than to say probably, in my opinion, another brain, B-R-A-N-E, in the sense that it, the term is used in the uh, many worlds interpretation of quantum mechanics. And just, they opened it, something came through, and shortly thereafter, the modern era of flying saucers began, very shortly thereafter. The working went on for some time. But after the desert part of the working, it produced a book that uh, is much debated in occult circles. But it also produced a woman who obligingly was willing to bear the magical child, which she did. Her name was Cameron, and she has a uh, she's deceased now, but she uh, had a modest amount of fame in uh, alternative cinema. We'll say I don't mean porn; I mean alternative. And what seems to have happened is they did not follow, first of all, Crowley considered them to be rank amateurs. I'm not sure how much actual magical work Aleister Crowley did after World War I, we'll say, after his American period. 
but he certainly knew the the process. And he did the Alamantra working, which is a whole other story. (laughs) Yeah, well, the point is, you don't open a portal to otherware and not close it. That's the equivalent of opening up the uh, core of a nuclear reactor for whatever reason you would do something like that and not closing it. Radiation will continue to flow out of it, killer radiation for hundreds, if not thousands of years. Ask the people of Fukushima, the ones with three eyes, four eyes, five eyes, whatever, or that place in the Ukraine, uh, in Kiev, whatever. Anyway, Chernobyl. Chernobyl, right. Um, it's, it's pretty much the, the same thing, except it isn't necessarily something deadly. But what seems to have flowed out of that is the modern era of, uh, well, what we will call the New Age phenomena. And uh, I don't think anybody has ever closed that portal. They would have to go to the location, roughly speaking. I mean, there is a book on it called Sex and Rockets. And uh, uh, shouldn't be too hard to find it. And close that portal because it has produced a lot of really weird effects. You get local portals, and there are some natural portals uh, around the world that um, have local fame and world fame. And that's something that I I do write about uh, more than occasionally. But this is one that was deliberately opened. And I have done that too, but I closed them. Um, I've done it experimentally to see what happens, usually with a group of people who know absolutely bubkis, as they say in Italian, absolutely bubkis about Enochian workings or whatever. And then I ask them what their experience was, and then I read them the classical experience from Crowley's The Vision and the Voice, which probably, in my opinion, is his masterwork. And... um, Maybe his only really good work. And um, Book of Thoth, come on, hey. <laughs> no, 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 no. Not the book, the cards. And he the, the Book of Thoth is the instruction manual. Well, yeah. But uh, having been a reader since before I met Gene, I can tell you that the cards speak themselves. And oh, yeah. You- you eventually get beyond any book. Um, I mean, I started out with weight and the weight book, uh, book, but I don't use any book now. I, you know, that the cards speak like sentences, and yeah, they, uh, they've got their own voice. Well, the, the this point is, to- Pamela Coleman Smith, who did the the weight deck, uh, it ought to be called the Pamela Coleman Smith deck because she she created these designs that evoke from from the reader and the same thing is true of lady harris she um i'm sure crowley had his critique but the deck she designed was clearly her talent not his his artistic talent was not involved was much lesser and not involved in the creation of of that deck so i have copy zero of that deck in that book by the way uh Copy zero? Okay. Oh, correct. Yeah, the uh, author's proof copy with the special uh, boards and the special binding, the handwritten magical left-hand introduction by Crowley, and uh, hand-painted plates by both Crowley and uh, Lady Harris. Well, that's really nice. I, I don't know that it would read any better that way, but uh, that's— No, it, it doesn't. It's just, you know, it's, it's quite a, it's an interesting talisman. 
Yeah, I would I would say that 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 is precisely what you've got there. You've got a talisman for that, uh, as opposed to when I issue uh, free illuminist charters, I say which are ad vitam, that is for life, so that I don't exercise any control over anyone who receives a charter. I say, well, think of this not just as a charter, but as a talisman, right. because right. once activated, it tends to draw its own. Uh, spiritual energy. Freedom is a two-edged sword. That was pars- uh, a collection of Parsons' uncopyrighted stuff that uh, Bill made some money on, I suppose. <laughs> That's William Gary Keith Breeze. Look him up. He's, he's in the Wikipedia, but then so am I. So. Well, you know, we had a listing for the Paracast on Wikipedia, and it went down partly because they said some of the information we had on there had not been authenticated properly. I want to put that thing back up again. But then, you know, as you know, when you put things up on Wikipedia, then some of the weirdos out there decide they will present their own versions of it. Yeah, that's why I'm happy I don't have a listing. <laughs> huh, nor do I. We've got Chris O'Brien and Gene Steinberg. We're featuring Alan Greenfield with the illumination over his face, as you see in his Skype avatar. And that's what he's looking at right now. With Gene and Chris, you're in the Paracast. Paracast, 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 Paracast. You are listening to GCN. Visit GCNlive.com today. Looking for that edge during those intimate moments? We see many ads for enhancement, but the side effects include death. At GCN Team, we should change the Healthy Body Brain and Heart Pack to the Healthy Libido Pack. The brain and heart are not the only organs that require a healthy vascular system. For proper blood flow at the right moment, go to GCNTeam.com or call 877-878-4203. That's 877-878-4203. That's 877-878-4203. Are you looking to become more self-sufficient? Then you need to have your own energy source. The Solark EMP Hardened Generator is automatic, maintenance-free, and reduces your monthly electric bill. You can also take it off-grid when you go camping. Contact PortableSolarLLC.com or call for details at 972-575-8875 today. Portable Solar LLC gives you everything you need to start using solar energy in less than one hour. Solark EMP Hardened Solar Generator Energy Insurance. For your family or business, call Portable Solar LLC today. Have you checked your Google search results lately? Search results are usually the first impression that people form of you or your business. So make sure that they create a positive impression with ReputationDefender.com. What the Internet says about you can have a big impact on your life and your livelihood, even if it's not true. Fortunately, you can now control how you look online and in online search results with ReputationDefender.com. Call 800-831-0771 now. That's 800-831-0771 for your free reputation analysis. If you have negative material from an ex-employee, upset patient, or former client, newspaper, article, legal issue, social media, or other source showing up in your search results, you can combat it with ReputationDefender.com. Our dedicated experts in patented technology can help make your online search results look their best. Call 800-831-0771 to learn more. 800-831-0771. That's 800-831-0771. Or visit ReputationDefender.com. 
This is Elizabeth McCabe, a.k.a. Lucky One of Truth Frequency News. I wanted to tell you all about Extendivite from HeartDrop.com. Y'all know I check everything before I air it. When I heard about Extendivite on TFR, I went to HeartDrop.com and started my research. It's got cayenne. That's good for blood and circulation. It stimulates the blood flow. It's got garlic, which fights bacteria like antibiotics, and it lowers the cholesterol and blood pressure. It also has milk thistle, which is the best detox for liver. I couldn't wait to try it out, and I'm glad I did four months ago. And here's obvious results. My hands and feet don't get cold anymore. The varicose veins have faded too. My wrists don't hurt after typing all day. Now I tell you all this because it's true and I want you to really live life. Try Extendivite. Go to heartdrop.com and order it. Extendivite is only $69.95 for a two-month supply of either capsules or liquid. Call now. That's 1-877-928-8822 or visit heartdrop.com. Extend your life with Extendivite. Hi, Peter Vaccaro for ParanormalDate.com. Are you looking for love in all the wrong places? Now you have a chance to change that by signing up for free at ParanormalDate.com. This incredible dating site puts people of like minds together. People who are interested in the strange, the unusual, mysteries, ghosts, UFOs, and the afterlife, and so much more. ParanormalDate.com was developed for you. People seeking a viable alternative to the other dating services. You can join for free by going to ParanormalDate.com, and if you decide you like it and want to connect with people, use the code GEORGE for a substantial discount. Mark Rawlings, president of ParanormalDate.com, says so many people hunger to share their experiences about the paranormal, the unexplainable, or the afterlife, and so much more, and this is the source for them to meet and share that common interest. So sign up for free at ParanormalDate.com, ParanormalDate.com. And use the code GEORGE if you decide to connect with someone you like. This is Jacques Vallée, and you're listening to the podcast, the gold standard of paranormal radio. So Alan Greenfield is he's doing some extra work on the side as an echo chamber. Chamber, chamber. Chamber. He's I don't know what you're talking about, 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 about. I'm in the caves, and I want to give you this sub-interview with Richard Shaver. Shaver, Shaver, Shaver. Dick, what do you think about this, 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 Dick? He don't smell so good. <laughs> Dick, Dick, Dick. Well, I guess he's, he's dead and buried here in the caves. He died, what, 40 years ago? Is it that long ago? You went out and visited him once, did you not? I interviewed him. He actually died in 1975, and I interviewed him probably a year or more before that. Well, I never met him in person, but uh, we had an extensive correspondence, and he sent me a bunch of his rocks, which I gave to my friend Terry, who uh, I have no idea where he might be these days, but... uh, because he's always into some kind of mischief. but um, He's still looking for the rocks. They didn't arrive. No, he got the rocks. I gave, gave them to him. That was not, you know something in- funny here? You won't believe this. Back in the early 70s, he was sending us the rocks. These are rock books, supposedly crystalline means of recording information embedded in these rocks. And of course, what he did then, talking about in the 70s, it's something kind of like we can do now with storage on silicon chips. 
Absolutely. I, I even said that uh, many years ago, although I, you know, I did not have the, I mean, the technology did not yet exist, but I, I said, don't discount this as nothing because the, the ones he sent me were quite impressive. He also sent me some slides. So I was able to look at, you know, slices of the rock books, as he called them. If you had a proper viewer, I said, these might uh, come out not just as pictures, but they might come out as uh, three-dimensional holographic pictures. And that may well be the case. I, I don't think there is a world inside the Earth, but I think there are portals that begin with caves. And these are portals that some of which are fairly well known. The Purgatory of St. Patrick in Ireland is um, a well-known tourist destination, and uh, one can make various arguments about them, but it, it fits in with the whole Shaver mythos, which of course doesn't start with Shaver. I mean, it, it, it goes back at least to the 19th century as a coherent uh, mythos from uh, Bulwer-Lytton's uh, Vril, The Power of the Coming Race, and uh, lesser-known works like uh, Emerson's The Smoky God and, and others. There's, a, there's a, a common notion of a world within the earth. I, I think that that has more to do with uh, the things we were discussing earlier about fairy hills and so forth, which is basically portals to otherwhere. You know, very interesting here. I was mentioning it, and then we went astray a little bit about these rocks. It got to a point where Geneva and I could actually see things in those rocks. I don't know if it was a giant Rorschach test or not, but we got to see some real things there. And I felt that Shaver probably was on to something, probably wasn't quite what he thought it was, but certainly he was on to something. I easily saw what he said this was, you know, depicting more or less. So it was, I would say, well... You know, if something isn't absolutely crystal clear, oh, Christopher's picture just came up. Hallelujah. Nice hat. <laughs> mm, that's an OTO secret hat. Yes. Uh, you I've got that for in many, many years. <laughs> yeah, you got it in the ninth degree. That's what they give you. It's the big, the, the central secret is to be found in the hat. Yeah, Jim Mars has nothing on me. Yeah, right. Okay, so anyway, yeah, I see. I, I could see pictures in them as well. So um, I don't think that's unique, and I don't think that it's an, an inkblot type thing. There's something there, whether it represents an ancient pre-civilization or not, I don't know. That's, well, don't you think it's a little paradelia mixed in with a little Herophanes, mixed in with a little wishful thinking? Uh, almost certainly, but no Rorschach. Right, yeah. Well, you got to have something there to pick up on in order for it to uh, remind you of something. Yes, I, I understand, and I don't, I don't consider myself bound by any of the oaths that I took in the OTO because they were based on, you know, oaths are a two-way street, and they're based on a false premise. So I... I speak overtly of the subject when I speak about it at all. Chris, any more questions? 
Wow, we've got we've got a ton. Um, I think uh, this is a really good one. Another uh, question from William Strathman, which I think is uh, interesting in light of our conversation. And he's wondering if, uh, Alan, you've ever had an instantaneous, spectacular, impossible-to-mistake answer to your conjuring. And if so, would you care to give a description? By answer, you mean manifestation? Right, some well, sort I'm, of a effect. Uh, oh, yeah. yeah from some sort of, of causal process, ritualized. Yes, absolutely. Many times. Um, one really good one, I was mentioning the Enochian workings, which I was doing partly as an experiment uh, since I was the inductor to uh, um, bring a group of people who had little to no experience in that area into um, into contact with uh, another realm of reality. And there were uh, side effects, and one of the most spectacular side effects was, uh, um, again, we changed people out so that so that there was you know no, no cribbing because uh, I wanted to keep it as scientific as possible. We were in a room, and let me try to describe that as briefly as I can. It was a room in our, our, our overpriced temple that had two doors. I stood the lodge, Tyler, at one door, absolutely reliable person, and, and when I got through doing the invocation, I stood at the other door. Both doors were locked. The group of people were in a semicircle. The ostensible scryer, although everyone scryed, was sitting in front of uh, Showstone um, uh, facing me, and after I did the invocation, they would do... Uh, what you might call a trans-channel sort of thing, but it also involves some traveling. Anyway, uh, afterwards, what I usually did, uh, we did the, th the 30 ethers in 40 weeks. Um, you know, we took off for uh, the uh, holidays, but uh, otherwise it was every week. Um, I would ask them what your experience was, and then I would read them, you know, the uh, the section of the vision and the, and the voice, and uh, that uh, dealt with that particular ether. And um, on this particular occasion, I, I well, on every occasion, I probably ask something to the effect, "Well, does anybody else have anything to say? Any observations or whatever?" And several of the people said, yeah, who was the guy walking around the room behind us? And I said, there was no – and I stopped myself <laughs> because clearly we had invoked an entity that some of the people in the room had seen. It wasn't there after – because I always did an exorcism before I even got to that Q&A period. Had I known about – that particular aspect, there's no way anyone could have entered the room. All of the people in the room were visible to me throughout the experience. We've got Alan Greenfield, Gina, and Chris. You're in the Paracast. Thank you for listening to GCN. 
Be sure to visit GCNlive.com today. We also have swag. You know, we have all these exclusive PowerCast things that you can buy. We've got like, I guess, 60 or so different items and entails T-shirts, sleeves for notebook computers, iPad cases, mouse pads, the PowerCast jumbo tote bag, all sorts of T-shirts and jackets and stuff like that for men and women. We have a PowerCast aluminum water bottle. All this stuff, you go to store.thepowercast.com, store.thepowercast.com. What makes it special is that the items are the best quality, you know, great T-shirts, fabrics, and they have our official logo on them. That's what makes them special in multiple sizes and colors. We even have stuff for children, stuff for women, stuff for men. We have all sorts of sizes, like small up to X large. A lot of good stuff. That's the swag from the PowerCast. You go to store.thepowercast.com, stop by, and take a shopping tour. This is Dan Pilla. Do you owe the IRS money you can't pay? Are tax debts crippling you? I've defended people from the IRS for over 30 years. I've helped thousands, and I can help you too. I wrote the book on IRS settlement, and I'm telling you, there's no such thing as a hopeless case. Call 800-34-NO-TAX to finally get free of IRS debt. With the IRS's new programs, there's never been a better time to solve your problem. Call 800-34-NO-TAX. That's 800-34-NO-TAX or my website, danpilla.com. The answer to being in control of your own health care is freedom from insurance. Become part of a group of self-pay patients that come together to share in each other's medical expenses. Individual share amounts begin at $107 a month and $347 for families. Choose from three health sharing programs. Holistic treatments may be eligible for sharing. See guidelines. Discount programs available for dental, vision, and pharmacy. Go to libertyoncall.org. That's libertyoncall.org. The answer to being in control of your own health care is freedom from insurance. Become part of a group of self-pay patients that come together to share in each other's medical expenses. Individual share amounts begin at $107 a month and $347 for families. Choose from three health sharing programs. Holistic treatments may be eligible for sharing. See guidelines. Discount programs available for dental, vision, and pharmacy. Go to libertyoncall.org. That's libertyoncall.org. Heart disease is on the rise. Clogged arteries, high blood pressure, and high cholesterol levels may not be fully detected by you, but the symptoms are there. Loss of energy, blood sugar spikes and drops, poor circulation, and irregular heartbeat are just a few of these that can alert you that something is wrong. Hear how heart and body extract is making a difference in thousands of people's lives across America. My blood pressure has normalized. My diabetes has totally improved. Everyone is telling me now how much healthier I look, and I'm telling everyone how much healthy I feel. I recommend heart and body extract to everyone. Anybody over 40 in the North American continent should be using this product as a preventative to keep their cardiovascular system healthy. Order your two-month supply today by calling 866-295-5305. That's 866-295-5305. Or order online, hbextract.com. Heart and body extract, 866-295-5305. Or hbextract.com.
Being self-reliant is about being prepared and to do what you need to have your own source of renewable energy. Portable Solar LLC offers the most powerful EMP-hardened solar system on the market that is transportable from place to place, and the best part, it's very affordable. Contact them at PortableSolarLLC.com or call for details at 972-575-8875. SolArc EMP-hardened solar generator, energy insurance for your family or business. Call Portable Solar LLC today or go to PortableSolarLLC.com to check out their patent-pending technology. Hi, this is Don Ecker, and you are tuned into the Paracast. Let me tell you what, you're going to hear stuff here that you probably won't hear anywhere else. Hear that, George Snorri? So Alan Greenfield was starting one of his famed long answers, and we ran out of time. Alan? And not only that, but... It was visible only to certain people, which is uh, common with any kind of apparition. So, yes, I invoked. I would have to look up to see which Enochian ether it, it was, but something came through and manifested for several of the people in the circle and disappeared upon the exorcism and putting the lights back on. And uh, But was it truly banished and terminated? Yeah, I'm okay. good at I mean, <laughs> I mean, I was very good at exorcism before I ever did an Enochian working and would not have done one because I was in a, a lodge which the previous lodge master and founding lodge master had always said, never work with Enochian until you've attained at least the fifth degree. So I didn't, but I also on my own decided this is serious stuff and I need to know how to control it before I ever try to make it work. Is there anything you can tell our listeners to warn them off about maybe trying too hard to invoke things to try magic, anything they should watch out for? Yes, a lot. (laughs) It's simply a case of this is serious stuff that when you talk about it, because it is outré, it tends to take on a a Marvel Universe uh, uh, surreal effect. And uh, to quote the Gil Scott Heron song, there ain't no such thing as a Superman. And if there were, I'm not it, and your listeners are not it. It takes a lot of training. The, 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 the easiest danger to mention is if you try a lot of magical stuff and are unprepared for it, you will become a very, very, very messed up person. But... If you actually get results and have not adequately prepared for it, it can be the most frightening and mind-bending in the wrong sense of that term experience of your life. Yeah, careful um, what you wish for. <laughs> yes, be careful what you wish for because you may get exactly that. And then what are you going to do with it? There's that tendency on the part of beginners and even people that have been around for a long time but just sort of dabble to think of this as kind of Ouija board gameplay. It's not. The the term cavalier should never be able to be applied to your efforts. 
Absolutely. Since we have about five minutes, were there, Christopher, were there any questions from other people? Because I noticed you only asked questions from that one person. Interesting questions. <laughs> well, and I haven't really got started. I mean, there's a bunch of questions from Mr. Strathman. Here's one from Han. He's one of our dedicated posters. He's been uh, here at the at the Paracast forums for seven years. He's one of those few individuals that have as many likes almost as he has messages, and that's always an indication of a of a real good thinker and, and someone that asks great questions. This is pretty cut and dried, I think. Um, he's really interested in your views on Atlantis, Lemuria, and any sort of, ant- say, antediluvian cultures and mythos that uh, that we have. Where do you come down on that? And do you think that uh, real evidence is ever going to be discovered by archaeologists? Okay, that's a good question, and it's also synchronicity, because literally immediately before we went on the air, I was working on my blog of the day, and the subject is Lemuria, or Mu, the Lost Continent. I think that some of this may have to do with what was, when I was a kid, an outlandish theory, uh, continental drift, which is now orthodoxy, which shows that uh, science can change. And I don't think that a continent called Atlantis or a continent called Lemuria existed. But what I do think is, based on extensive evidence, uh, uh, Charles Hapgood and uh, Peter Tompkins being among my uh, best guides, that there were literally prehistoric, perhaps pre-Ice Age world civilizations that existed, probably underwent floods at the end of the Ice Age, at which obliterated most of what would be above the surface of the, the water, but whose cultural legacy can be found in things like pyramids all over the world. So I think that, that while the continents as such probably never existed. The, the, the world jigsaw puzzle fits together very nicely into one continent. So I do think that the stories about those continents are probably true stories in the sense that there was a world civilization that pre-existed what we consider recorded civilization. Uh, and there is a great deal of evidence for it, not much evidence against it, that that is my uh, my notion on that. Well, here's a, a follow up that I have, and that would be there's a there's been a lot of controversy and a lot of whispering and conspiratorial uh, musings about um, Antarctica and and some of the fairly interesting uh, personages that have been visiting down there. Buzz Aldrin, the head of the Eastern Orthodox Church. I think, uh, wasn't John Kerry there during the election? There's been quite a bit of uh, rumblings about Antarctica. Where do you come down on some sort of hidden civilization or evidence of, of some sort of civilization there? This may be one of your lost continents. It is a continent. It has ice covering it because of the position of the poles now. I don't think the position of the poles is the same as it was in prehistoric times. There's been some shifting, not necessarily topsy-turvy, but some shifting. If there was a world civilization, they certainly knew Antarctica because there are maps of Antarctica ice-free with flowing rivers. And by the way, with global warming, rivers are starting to flow in Antarctica even as we speak. 
So, yes, I think that probably the, that was not the exclusive ancient civilization, but in a way, that is Lemuria. Alan, tell our listeners if they want to know more about the things that you do, where can they check you out? First of all, there is now an edition from Paranoia Publishing of the complete Secret Cipher of the Euphonauts, which is Secret Cipher of the Euphonauts and Secret Rituals of the Men in Black combined. Do that, and you can predict UFO cases, and you'll certainly understand the subject much better. And my book on Masonic Rituals, the complete Rite of Memphis revised edition is selling very well and is available from Amazon and all the usual distributors. So um, get that if you don't have it already. And if you want to find out about me or get in touch with me or anything else, just Google my name. I've been on the internet since long before it was the internet. And so it's A-L-L-E-N. G-R-E-E-N-F-I-E-L-D. And you will find loads and loads of entries. Not all of them friendly, but, you know, there are thousands of entries because, not because I'm famous, but because I've been on for 20 years. We can always get a Reputation Defender account for him. Seriously speaking, you can find us on Twitter if you look for the Paracast. You can find us on Facebook if you look for the Paracast. I thought I said that already. Chris O'Brien's site is OurStrangePlanet.com, the three words together. And he's been updating it. Busy Bee in recent weeks, so check it out. You can also check out the way that's best to support this show. It's called The Paracast Plus. Go to plus, P-L-U-S dot, theparacast.com, plus dot, theparacast.com. We offer the After the Paracast podcast, which is an unpredictable show with guests, without guests. You never know what's going to happen next. We offer the commercial-free version of this show, better quality audio, lots of other goodies coming, and it's all available for a low subscription fee, our price cheap. Go to plus.theparacast.com, plus.theparacast.com. With my friend Alan Greenfield, we're always only getting started. There's more to come. And we expect to continue that discussion this week on After the Paracast. Thanks for joining us on the Paracast. I'm always glad to be here on the Paracast. (laughs) Oh, that was classic. Featuring Gene Steinberg and Christopher O'Brien is a copyrighted presentation of Making the Impossible Incorporated. Tune in next week for a new adventure in The Paracast.